That's right. Take me out, Kyle. We're in a tailspin. Okay, we've already lost everyone. Hello. <laughs> Start over. Welcome yeah. to the Q&A podcast. Editing this, just cut that all I, out. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm truly not sure if I'm going to keep that or not. We'll see. <laughs> Too much brawly talk for... Oh can you, my can God. you like accelerate it to just play it like twice double speed? Yeah, maybe I can. Just every, that whole it just conversation, gets but high pitched would be yeah. better. Like I mean, that's that's good, like bonus content. <laughs> Something for the that's extra tier on idea. Patreon. I might actually put it at the end. I might, I might, I might do that. I've never, I've, to date, okay. I've never done that before. That'll be like I might put it after the, like the closing well, music. Yeah, there you go. So, so if you want to know what happened at the start of this, you have to scrub all the way to well, the yeah, back. Yeah, yeah. Introduce people again. Kyle McGrath is here. Philip McGrath is here. Brian Lumpers here. Lorraine Morbido is here. My name is Dustin Morbido. Thank you. We have Dragon Ball Z is strange. <laughs> That's a nice way of putting but it. But we don't need to talk about it anymore. Yeah, That's right. Uh, <laughs> we're not here to talk about Dragon right. Ball Z. Uh, Why the fuck would we do that? Because there is a one thing I wanted to talk about at the start. Yeet. Because I might direct people to this for informational purposes. For uh, uh, I'll just get into it. So I, tell I, me. I'm going to talk about some of our game dev stuff. So, yeah, do Cubicorn it. Games. So yeah, Ink. at some point next ink. week, probably wow. probably near the end of next week, wow. uh, after this has gone up, mm-hmm. uh, I'll put some kind of update on, <laughs> which is like devastatingly, heartbreakingly, embarrassingly sad, but uh, on the our Kickstarter page that we haven't put anything on in like five years or something. <laughs> it's been a minute. Um, but it'll be good news. Like it'll just be good news that is like woefully, embarrassingly. Man, irresponsibly. Video games are hard, Dustin. Out of right, yeah, yeah. I'm just just laying it out there for anyone who happens to have not listened to this podcast recently <laughs> or ever for news. and wants an wants an update that uh, the two games we are we're working on mm-hmm. down the drain and Super Cucumber that we mm-hmm. kickstarted years and years ago are shipping. They are coming Woo! out. One of them is. Well, I mean, for, I'm saying eventually well, they will yeah, come one out. Of I'm, them just, I'm confirming first. for anyone who, who doubted. They're the, coming, like I promise. Said, there's an ancient... You said you had seen an ancient message that we never got a notification of. I apologize. I haven't looked up your name. I might cut that in. But, uh, yeah, th- those games are coming out. Um, Down the Drain will come out first. It is probably going to come out in June. All right. That is the, yeah. that is where we're at right now. Mm-hmm. Finally. So yes, <laughs> exactly. Happy birthday to me. Yeah, and again, I'll I'll put a text version on the, the Kickstarter update that is probably some, the website too. Honestly, yeah, I'll put it on both. That is some mm-hmm. version of like we update the website more frequently. We are we are so sorry, but but we are doing this. <laughs> <laughs> like it's uh like the the thing you <laughs> gave us some money for so many years I mean, ago is eventually coming to life. We had the like Galaxy Brain idea to not only. Decides to do two games, <laughs> but also kickstart it the year we got married, right. which, uh-huh. and then the world kind of exploded for a while, and then we were just starting to pick up steam, and then it exploded again for a different reason in 2020. Yeah. Um, so, right, let's go into a little more background, and then we'll go into, like, near-term plans, and then yeah. we'll talk about other stuff, maybe. But, so, yeah, like you said, now, the, the state of things right now is I am almost working... Full time, full time on um, game stuff for like that is yeah. nearly all of my effort these days, and I'm glad we had talked about doing that. Forever on and off, from every couple months it would come up, just like this is the thing I think we want to do. And then we would get like depressed or something, and then right, want to do when, when do we want to do it? And it would be some combination of like the work situation between one or the other of us didn't line up very mm-hmm. well, or like you said, just like right. Some horrible thing would happen. You know, there would be a pandemic. Trump would get elected. <laughs> there was a like chunk of time uh, shortly after the Kickstarter, like after we got married and things like kind of stabled out, where I was working pretty re- like 
uh, regularly on game stuff. Like I was just making a shit ton of assets. Yeah, and that's like, true. Coding were, a lot. You were much more in a before you started working at the village. You were much mm-hmm. more in the position I was now, where you were putting most of your effort into that mm-hmm. and some effort into other life stuff and shit like that. But um, it is clear to me now that I don't think we would have ever shipped either of these things if we hadn't taken this path. So I'm glad no. that we're doing it now. Yeah. Uh, because I I have found out that I ne- just needed the room to um. To put in the time whenever I can, as much as I can dedicate in any given moment, and then to be able to step away from it in a way that, like, because when I was working full time and trying to do this, that's a lot. Yeah, the game stuff would always fall through the like it would always be the thing that falls through the shoot because it technically didn't need to do it. Yeah, like in the sense that like I have I've got this work deadline of two weeks that needs to get done if I do mm. not want to get fired. <laughs> uh, the game thing, you know, it's open ended. I've got as much. Yeah. I, can I can't want, fire so you. Right. Right, yeah. so it's. Uh, I mean, I know, could fire him. We're partners. I, I, Seize control of well, the company. You'd be firing yourself. Get home on no, a thir- I'm taking control. Get home on a thir- Thursday yep. evening, like stare the weekend down and be like, oh, I, I really need to get some other stuff done. But also, mm-hmm. I feel like laying on the floor in uh-huh. <laughs> a puddle of my own sick for the next three days. So. Valid. Every person <laughs> I can in relate to that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Currently there. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I did most of yesterday. Uh, so I think, yeah, that just I needed the capacity to mm-hmm. be able to like to when I'm feeling like that. To not to be able to mm-hmm. take a step away from game stuff, but have the thing I come back to be game stuff. Yeah. So with all like that it, said, the, like we got so close to that, like midway through 2019, like we had uh, you made another really strong push before that last Maker Fair. We were on such a good up, and then like the writing was getting like darker on the walls of like the state of the world. Things are changing, and yeah. then everything literally ground to a halt, and we our the rug was just pulled mm-hmm. out from under us like we both just like i got furloughed for six months it, the life was absolutely terrifying in a way that yeah. none of us have experienced and even before <laughs> then when we got first got mar- married and we moved into that house that was like still under construction yeah, a little bit around us so, like right like some of the rooms the doors were still getting weren't finished done and stuff. We the still needed windows, to get the windows needed floors, to get replaced yeah, right. The floors thing. were done. Were the I thought they did upstairs. Had There's some the, the, the bathroom. The upstairs bathroom is still a work in progress. Right. I remember being warned not to walk into that <laughs> right. bathroom because yep. I, well now it there's was no tile. <laughs> there's no. It's not a pit. It's never been a pit. Okay. okay. Um, but now there's no tile on the floor. But I think the adhesive is still there. So you might right. stick. And yeah. I think the toilet has been disconnected again. So it's a trap. Yes. Okay. The sink is <laughs> in a, a closet. There is nothing more dangerous in the world than a disconnected toilet. Sure. Yes. Well, it's been <laughs> disconnected for most of the time we've lived there. It's only been connected for like a few matter. months. Yeah. But um. Yeah. Needless <laughs> to say. Sorry. What? No, that's fine. Like, <laughs> like, like Phil, like Phil said, it's just um. Everybody knows what we're talking about. Every yes. single person has been there yeah. at some point, but not and not everybody has promised to make two video games yeah. and then right. finish them. So that's on us. Uh, yeah. mm-hmm. But but that said, for being like Assuming. embarrassingly unreasonably late, we're gonna ship a thing, uh-huh. and then, then we're gonna ship another thing. Yeah, it's an accomplishment um, that it's happening. And yeah, it shouldn't mm-hmm. take any right. shame in taking your time with it. I mean, and the, having life the thing happen. that is still kind of sucky is that the Wii U version's not happening. I was, I was gonna ask yeah, what platforms we're looking at. I believe so, for at least right now it'll be Itch and Steam. Yeah, like we're gonna put. It's a. It's like just a PC distribution, independent, but independent okay. PC yeah, it's distribution. It's a different storefront for right. PC games. Very cool storefront. Highly um, recommend. We've met some people at different shows who actually work there. Yeah. And, they're and, all I'll, and I'll type cool. this up in the text updates too. Mm-hmm. But yeah, well, we're going to launch on there on both games because I do want to ship. I want to ship them both on a platform first. So yeah. right. down the drain will come out on PC, God willing, in June mm-hmm. on Itch and Steam. 
Uh, Cucumber you, will come later on PC, and then eventually you can download I, an older version of a build we showed. I think in 2019. Yeah, and if you go on itch right, if you go on itch right now, you can download an ancient beta. Yeah. And if you if you decide to pay for it, I'm pretty sure it's just pay what you want. Yeah, uh, you can have the full game when it's up because yep. we're just gonna put it in the same slot. So if you mm-hmm. if you put like add it to your itch library, mm-hmm. you'll just own it. I get my quarter out right now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> put it into your disc slot. <laughs> take it. Take my quarter. And, um, game. and obviously, if you ba- if you back this already, you're gonna get it for free because yep. I don't pay for. It. eventually you'll get a code when, yeah. we, when we sort that all that'll out you'll a, get a code I'm pretty sure that'll be a steam code I don't know if you can send out you can I, I still need to confirm this but I'm pretty sure you can load steam codes to itch too so you oh, can okay. let people buy on that platform and cool. get a steam key too but I need to double check on that but uh, so if you if you yeah, already, I haven't looked into anything if you did back itch, us so. don't buy it again you'll get we'll book you up make me <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, um, I mean something else to keep in mind is you know like it being two people working on two games through like life and everything you gotta remember that other indie devs have gone through similar if not like worse sequences of sure and i know that there are still plenty of kickstarter projects that fail completely that that literally never never see the light of day so i'll be glad like i said i'll be glad to have shipped a thing and then like say we'll work backwards Mm -hmm. from there because i do at the end of the day i do want both games to come out on every major platform which is the gist of what we promised before mm-hmm. like we didn't even commit to an xbox or at that point but i'm so convinced that the xbox stuff is so accessible that someday mm-hmm. if we get on any of the consoles i mean if we I'm get on sure game xbox pass there. like we could but um or like the microsoft store or whatever the yeah shit that they so, want you to do right. on that end june-ish game down the drain will be out first mm-hmm. game it'll be on pc um cucumber will ship after that that'll also ship on pc at some point in the future after that our tentative plans are to porting try to work on a third thing Oh yeah, an actual extent, new project and work on porting those two games because there's going to be a lot of code based management stuff at mm-hmm. that point. DLC crossover? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Probably not. It's a, like, <laughs> there are technically crossovers already in the game All right, cool. because there's references to Cucumber and Down the Drain, and there's references to Down the Drain and Cucumber mm-hmm. but, and um, other projects we've done. I think of other like actual specific. But those yeah, my goal would, my goal for me. eventual console versions would like I said be to, especially since the consoles themselves have become so Easier, thoroughly backwards yeah. compatible that yeah. like uh, like the, the version of those games we ship will almost certainly be a PS4 game mm. that will be playable on your PS5. I mean, that's what we use uh, as a Kickstarter. I, I would not, I do not goddamn expect, right, I do not expect to get PS5 specific dev hardware. I don't want it. Because I don't think we're Seems ever going to release a thing that <laughs> would need to push the power of the most modern version of the PlayStation. Uh-huh. Get yeah. that um, Unreal Engine 5 working. Um, so yeah, that'll, that'll, be, a, that'll be a thing that's in our sights seen. after this. We'll be trying to get on Switch and or... <laughs> The most recent Nintendo platform someday, if that's a thing. We do mm-hmm. we do not have dev hardware from Nintendo anymore that is contemporary. Nope. Um, we have a dev Xbox because every Xbox is a dev Xbox if you switch it to dev mode. Hmm. Cool. Uh, and we have a PS4 dev kit from way back in the day that we still intend to use right. to ship a PS4 version that will be compatible on PS5. One of my proudest um, achievements was making that actual <laughs> down-the-drain Wii U build and showing it at Maker Faire on hardware that we got for free because we asked for cool. it. It was really <laughs> neat. I was surprised we were able to get it to work. Like, uh-huh. that, 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 I worked really pipe, hard on the, making the that thing work. worked as well as nice. it did. But yeah, that we got a ribbon from Maker Fair that year. Right. It's by my cool. desk and my computer. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I heard that there's like a, Wii, a new Wii U game out, came out this week. The stores aren't closed. They're right. closing next year. Like, they'll be okay. closed pretty soon. Yeah, but yeah. yeah, the big thing is mm-hmm. just. I'm the, sure it's not worth the work. God no. Yeah, right. Um, if you really want it to. So that stuff is all. That's kind of the rough timeline for that. <laughs> You, um, you could be a footnote on a Nintendo's Wikipedia yeah, right. if you're the last game that <laughs> comes out. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Come out two um, days before the right. store closes. Uh, yeah, there'll be a little, like I said, there'll be a text-based update that corresponds with this on the website and and some kind of Kickstarter mm-hmm. send out that like 
hopefully you may not have been a few people who never fully responded to any of my correspondence with them which is cool but you know whatever we can just put that in there too if you're still Mm. interested and you get this get back to us for some of those other right Mm. like design based rewards or whatever yell at me on twitter or if you know me in person which a lot of you people do on the kickstarter campaign you can catch us at keyboard games on twitter you can catch us at the Facebook.com slash Keyboard Games, whatever the fuck it is. Just search for it. You have an email form on the website, don't you? I believe so. Well, that's a newsletter. Oh. I don't remember if we have direct emails listed on there I don't either. Think, but, no, um, we have our... But tw- Twitter it, and that it's shit is Lorraine easier. And, yeah. Lorraine or Dustin at Cubicorn Games is also email addresses yeah. that we technically have I don't have check those emails to. as often as I should. But, I should check uh, mine more. But, but I know it's get game but I get notifications like spam. I, I know I get notifications on my phone in seconds if it's, true. it's a Twitter thing or a it's Facebook true. thing. Uh-huh. So, right. <laughs> oh, that's the easiest way to get a hold of us for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, that's the tentative plan right now. And then like I said, we're, we're theoretically planning for the future to maybe make... Another thing. We've got right. plans. All right. Rough laid a, plans. Laid a bunch of the groundwork to make a lot of this code more pot- portable. Mm-hmm. Portable. Because right. there's a lot of stuff in down it. the drain that I need I'm to populate it. into oh, Cucumber and then other mm-hmm. games. Like there's... um. In fact, I might ask you guys to test some of the stuff if you want to boot up a build at some point. There's a lot of proprietary code in there that like detects controllers, types automatically, and switches right. them on the fly. It seems like to that. work. Cool. In a lot of our dev streams, it was um, working fine. Um, that should work across all all, main, all mainstream regular console controllers. You can go between an Xbox, a PlayStation, a four or five, yeah, and an Xbox One, a Pro S, controller, X, and the keyboard, the kind yeah. of seamlessly. The um, UI at the moment might crossed kind of kind of looks like it sometimes doesn't always catch up, but it seemed to work pretty consistently from what I remember. Mm-hmm. I wonder if it would work with my wireless Super Nintendo controller. It might because it works so the. Speaking of other just specifics, just for people who might be curious, the controllers we're supporting right now are wired and both modern generations of PlayStation, both modern generations of Xbox, so PS4, 5, Xbox One, and Xbox Series controllers. Technically blu- still works with 360 controllers. Bluetooth Switch connections, because I just, I don't know what it is about the Switch controllers, but they don't work right with our version of Unity. They just don't work out of the box if you we plug them in via USB. Version of Unity. But, um, but if you Bluetooth connect your Switch controller, it totally works. Mm-hmm. And if the... If that controller you have works in a similar way, it, it might work. Yeah, so mine mind. actually has a USB dongle. Uh-huh. So you, you test it and let us know. Like I can find mm-hmm. out. I can probably support it <laughs> if yeah. we if we find out if it doesn't work. Uh-uh. I mean, it, like does Q, does cucumber use uh, four shoulder buttons or two? Um, I think it's only the two, but yeah. I'd have to double check. No, I thought it's you been put, so long. I haven't you put it stuff on triggers. I'm yeah, pretty I think sure. I, I think there's multiple things remapped. Like I think dash is both. You can have it on both. Like where yeah. it is on Mega Man X, and then on right. one of the triggers too. So you can do either. You don't, you don't have to claw. But <laughs> yes, you, can you don't have to claw, two. but you can choose to. <laughs> mm-hmm. If that is, you can if, claw you're like, if, you want. if you're like me, you you're gonna feel claw. some kind of way. With a Super Nintendo controller, it's easier to claw than like an yeah, Xbox it's One. Basically, a, a yeah. cracker. Duke. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we don't support the Duke. As Damn far it! As I'm, I'm out. I want my money part. back. That should be something you do. See if you can find an adapter for the Duke and support it. They did. They did release modern Dukes. Yeah, they did. That. They did. They, they put a, they put them out. Oh, you can buy one if you want to play Destiny on one or whatever. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> Are you sure? I want to play exactly one game of Destiny on the Duke. I'm not gonna buy one. <laughs> um, other big stuff housekeeping wise we might be I was going to say the thing the reason why it's going to be June is uh, Down the Drain might what? launch at GDEX slash Origins which is Origins Origins the, is the, the game fair yeah so Origins is a, a tabletop expo in Columbus, Ohio mm-hmm. 
Uh, GDEX used to be a separate video game focused show in Columbus, Ohio, and now they are combining into okay. one larger event. Oh, that cool. makes a lot of sense. So we're going to apply for a table there the week this podcast comes out, mm-hmm. like right. probably the day of or maybe the day after. And if you also keep an eye on Facebook and Twitter and shit, you'll know if we got in or not. But, mm-hmm. but the, our t- tentative launch window is that show, which will be June 8th. Through the twelfth or thirteenth or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, yeah. 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 it's, Sunday. it's June eighth through the twelfth. Technically, the first day of the show is June ninth. We set up as the eighth, so mm-hmm. it's, it's a, the eighth is a Wednesday. Oh, mm-hmm. so that's the idea is to ship the PC version. Then, fingers crossed. Then, and again, I think it's definitely possible. I'm mm-hmm. gonna bust my ass to get it done because we're like ninety percent feature complete. Neat. And the last couple of things we have to do. Uh, again, Tuning. fingers crossed. <laughs> are hopefully not that time intensive. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Um, but we'll find out. But the, yeah, that's my goal for sure. Even if it's like comes in a little chunky, I will promise. I will guarantee with like with no. Uh, there's no chance we will not ship a very completed version of the game on itch because it's just itch is so easy to just like mm-hmm. put a build up and just leave it leave there. It, yeah. Right. So yeah. So we will have like a ninety. Per, we will have either the the, the version today that's ninety percent complete mm-hmm. up there or with a the complete full on a version, version we are calling final and yeah. shipped will be up there instead by the by the right. 9th of June. Like modern video games, you can ship anything and fix it in post. Right. Uh, which again, that's not our goal. No, but, yeah. of course not. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But if you um, can get away with it. <laughs> um. So that's where we're at with all that stuff. Um, and again, yeah, I'm really excited if we get full we'll see because I've been in touch with some of the other guys who mm-hmm. make games around here that some of them have shown off at GDEX before. And this was all before the pandemic when it was a right. I don't, when it was don't a know smaller, if they've done that the last few years. It was a years. smaller, isolated show. So I'd be I'll be interested to see what that combined event looks like mm-hmm. now. Oh, is this the first time Origins it's going to be years, combined? And I've never been to the GDEX thing personally. Mm-hmm. So I we'll find out together if we get mm-hmm. in. <laughs> what the fuck is up with that? It might but, give you an excuse to go to Origins. For the I first haven't time. been since there was a. Oh, what was it? Well, like 2004. A, some Dragon Ball event. Of I some think kind. there's there. an Epic Battles. There you go. Tournament <laughs> that I judged or something. Okay. <laughs> um, so yeah, Brandon stay, Sushin made top four. I think. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Stay tuned for that. Uh, and that's I think all we've got for now. Like I said, if you have any other questions or comments. Great uh, job. You can throw them That's on my comment. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> thank right. you. You can throw them on the Kickstarter. You can send them on Twitter. Twitter is definitely the easiest. I'm not like, gonna talk to you. Like, I will, I will a thousand percent see it if you. I follow like, you on Twitter, Kyle. Message me or at me or something on Twitter. I do have that thing ported to upload. We use <laughs> yep. or, uh, switch screenshots or whatever. Valid. Because <laughs> um, that's the easiest way to do it. <laughs> it yeah. Is. And yeah, thank you everybody in this room <laughs> for to I, those supporting us and being patient and and thank you anyone else because like I said I know I've said this before but I that that backer distribution was about. 70% people we have some kind of direct relationship well, we, with and 30% like, not. So there's absolutely people who yeah, supported yeah. that who like did not know us before we shut up those <laughs> games just around. Wondering where so, their money is. Right, exactly. Right, like right. those are the people I like. Yeah. <laughs> like technically we haven't gone anywhere from an internet presence wise. Like we've had mm-hmm. a somewhat regular flow of information but not always about the game stuff as much as we should have been. So mm-hmm. I, I, all I can do is Yeah, we really like that whole month and, that say, we had the Kickstarter running was exhausting. Yeah, we are eventually shipping stuff, and I'm going to try to do some little make goods for people who supported it. Like I don't mm-hmm. even remember what the, the rewards are supposed to be at all the tiers, but if you if you supported a lesser thing, you might be getting some extra shit. Like the soundtrack was for a certain tier. I'm probably just going to get collector's that to edition. Um, You're gonna if fi- we ever when do are you going to finish the soundtrack, Dustin? <laughs> I'm working on it. <laughs> <laughs> 
the we, one aspect of the game I have literally no hand in. If we ever do make, although I did do um, Foley work, so I guess that kind of counts. If we ever do make work. any other games, I'm just gonna send codes to everybody who supported the Kickstarter, and that'll be a years in the future yeah. kind of prospect. But uh, but if you just if you were gracious enough to give us money at one point, I'm not mm-hmm. planning to do crowdfunding again for yeah. another oh, project. Oh God, no, it's just not Absolutely a thing I'm interested not. in at this point. Right. <clears throat> what program do you use to make music for the game? I use FL, FL Studio, yeah. which is just a, um, it's like a digital audio workstation. Okay. It's, it's pretty approachable. Yeah, it's, yeah. yeah, it's, it's a, they, they don't call it Fruity Loops anymore because they're very, <laughs> 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 it is, it is very uh, like they, want, they, want, they want it to be taken very seriously. <laughs> they're, 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 it does have a little like but yes, persimmon it is, it or something. It is the modern, like the modern equivalent of fr- version of Fruity Loops. Yeah. yeah. It's the. Uh, yeah. I always wondered. I was wondering how what that process was like. Just make video game music. It's fun. It's it's you put stuff on a track. There's a lot of stuff that I would love to use someday that I don't think is legal. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. I have sound fonts for right, like yeah. Super Mario World and shit. Right, like, you just kind of like you could probably something. You'd probably and... get away with it if you just put that shit on a track and shipped it. Like you probably would not get in trouble. Sure. But I'm not. I'm not Hide willing to just find out. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. Err on the oh. side of caution. Yeah, that's probably a good idea. Um, but yeah, it's just to like you line stuff up on a track. It's not actually even super different from like, oh, uh, like Mario Paint. It's just mm-hmm. a lot more yeah, complicated. Right. Sure. Like you have a, more bells it scares a lot me. of mixing options and yeah. a lot of like filters and stuff. Garage like, Band. And yeah. then there are like a million. Um, There's so many knobs, like virtual yeah. knobs yeah. and buttons and sliders, and, it's, and there are a million different. It gives like, me anxiety. Like, uh, instrument options. And oh all yeah. That stuff and mm-hmm. there are more plugins if you want to. There's so many. There's or, so many. Oh my god. Yeah. Like, I, I bought a lot of that stuff secondhand. Like I do mm-hmm. have a, um. Some of them were open source, so like I have an like an NES chip synthesizer. Cool. That you can just load it up and legally make all the noises that Chip can make. I bought a Genesis That's one. That's awesome. Uh, that is like the Yamaha, whatever the fuck chip number that was. But right. it was it was the it was the sound chip that went in a lot of keyboards in the '90s and powered yeah, the Sega right, Genesis right. sound wise. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, there's a lot of cool stuff you can screw on with there. But uh, I feel like I could do that in a vacuum for hours or days. Yeah. You should, you should try it because the like, <laughs> if you're interested at all, you should just buy the base license of FL Studio because it's pretty cheap. Yeah, it's like less than hundred bucks. Much. Yeah. Um, and they give you updates, at least to, to, for the version I bought, they give you updates for life. I've never had to pay for a new version right, right. of the base thing. And you'll get a bunch of emails that's like, hey, there's new plugins. If you want to give some more money, mm-hmm. right, it's more sounds or whatever. I love plugins. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, it's, it's pretty wild. Mm-hmm. And, and it's, it's funny, like when you're first trying to make something like in like Fruity Loops or GarageBand or whatever, or FL, whatever. Yeah. It's, at first you're like, like starting to piece it together, and you're like, "Oh, this is this is looking good." And then you play it, and you're like, "That was two seconds." That was right. Yeah, exactly. right. <laughs> well, that's exactly the scene person from Parks and Rec. The, the cool thing about yeah, making yeah. Uh, the cool thing about making game music, at least for our purposes, though, is it that loops. luckily it's not that bad, yeah. right? Because I think most of the tracks in, down the drain are like less than two minutes. Like yeah. they're probably I mean, they're between that's the right size. They're for between a one tracks. minute and two minute loop. loop. The, yeah. There are songs oh. from like. S tier video games, they're only thirty or forty yeah. seconds long, and they're, they just loop. Like, Yo, it's totally geez. okay. <laughs> da, 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 da. Right? Yeah, that's it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think we'll close out that update part at that point. But again, thank you everyone who's ever supported us. Oh, thank yeah. you anyone who theoretically decides to check out one of those games in the future. Um, I will be if I will, I will be beyond relieved to finally ship a thing after yeah, promising yeah, right. it for so long. Right. I'm sure that's weighed on you for it, years. It, yeah. Definitely. And yeah. it, the thing, like Lorraine said, it, it compounded on the other... Mm-hmm. Right. We, we would the, make rest, our, the rest of the goings-on of we'd the world. We make our least amount of progress when there was the most amount of external global strife 
And then on top of it, I would feel the extra weight of like, we're not really getting anything done. And so I already feel shitty, and now I feel even shittier. Yeah, and that's just how that goes. That's a death spiral. Because that's the way that I feel about like, whenever I have have shit I need to do to my house. But if if I feel physically or mentally bad and I'm not busy working on something else, like if I'm busy with another issue I have to take care of, it, it's mm-hmm. not even in my mind. But if I'm, you know, either externally or internally, like, set, like, uh, like off kilter, yeah. then it, that's when it feels worse not doing the things you know you need to get done. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Um, so, yeah, that's the update on that. Again, we'll have hopefully a lot of news. Mm-hmm. Well, not maybe not like a, new, a lot of news between now and June, but, like, news right now. Something will come out in June. <laughs> uh, yeah, right. Something that is almost that is complete or very, very nearly complete. So, uh, woo. keep an eye out for that. Thank you again. We've been doing so down much. the drain and, art uh, recently, like not just game art, but just fun things with the bosses, and it's been yeah. I've been enjoying it. Yeah. Um, cool. We'll have some updates on that in a couple months. Yeah. Um, yeah. Other than that, what do you guys want to talk about? Because we can get into Destiny stuff. I have a few other ideas for like playing slash watching things if people want to talk about. Um, I do. I'll mention Tunic real quick because I still. Yeah, do it. Since I don't know when or if I'll get around to making a YouTube thing about it because uh-huh. I'm like elbow deep in game stuff. Yeah. And I'm really not going to distract myself from that. Like I said, that's priority one, two, mm-hmm. and three for me right now. <laughs> yeah. Um, I want another video about Henry Ford. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a bit. All right. um, how's, how's he been doing since that video came out? I hope he's still dead. Like, <laughs> I mean, I, like, I'd be real, real alarmed if he wasn't. Like, I'd be, like, wait a minute, who? He's just... not one of the best zombies. <laughs> we you saw him at Walmart when? <laughs> Crash the unions. <laughs> uh, that's right. What's his name from Starbucks? That's his union busting plan. He was he will resurrect <laughs> Henry Ford through yep. necrotic sorcery and. <laughs> um, Tunic is really good. Okay. I, I would recommend it to anyone. Who, who makes want? that game? Who made that game? Oh God! Is it, is it anybody I would have? Ever it was heard a of? guy, and okay. then he yeah. got more help. Uh, I'll I'll tell you in a second. Another person uh, who spent many a well, year well on yeah okay mm. yeah that was another like many years long project that bless right, him right. Andrew Shouldis nice job Andrew good job uh, and, yeah and again he like there were other people who worked on that game too mm. that but he eventually they contracted yeah. in he he got uh, help. There, there are some people in the credits yeah. that I don't remember them off the top of my head, obviously. But there was, there was it wasn't solid... somebody associated with a different project. I'd no, be familiar with I think all. it was. I don't just... think so. Right. I'm gonna click yeah. this name and see if he's shipped anything else. Uh, yeah. No, that looks like the one game he's good for him. I bet there will be more. Yeah, right. I'm sure he's gonna do fine. Much from love, here my out. dude. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know how that game is done. I hope it's done okay. I've heard I, a, a lot. I yeah, enjoyed I'm it. sure it did pretty well. Um, I will say it's kind of a, the thing that surprised me the most about it is like. And I, and I get why some people had, like, I think some people were, like, disingenuously, like, shitty mad at it because it looks so Zelda. They were like, you're just stealing from Nintendo, which is, like, a shit-tier opinion. Yeah, <laughs> right. Lazy. Um, but I can emphasize, to some degree, with a different criticism of the game, which is, like, for as much as it copies the Zelda vibe and the visual, like, everything about it is so Zelda... That game is like ten percent Zelda and like ninety percent Souls. Like it's right, a lot. Yeah. It's yeah. a lot less Zelda than mm-hmm. it looks like it's going to be. So it ripped off Elden Ring. <laughs> sure, <laughs> you got it. All right, That's just want to be clear. Yeah. Um, but yeah, gotta it's point got, the blame uh, at the right person. You know, it's got there's no original ideas. Like, big nope. iframey rolls and Estes right. flasks and bonfires <laughs> and uh and a Souls like currency mechanic. Yeah. Right. Like it's all that stuff's in there. Mm-hmm. 
Um, but, so you know. if, but so if you're going looking at it and thinking a Zelda game, and you're expecting like puzzle solving right. and like discrete dungeons and, and like a lot of combat, a lot of specific yeah, right. like single use like like items yeah, that have right. one specific purpose that like oh I'll use this to beat I this use boss. Spinner to use it's, the key once. No, none of those <laughs> things are really in that game to a wide degree. Like there's one or right. two things like there's a hookshot equivalent, which is like the closest it gets to Zelda itemized, and then there's a sword and a shield. Um, Zelda invented the sword and the shield. <laughs> yeah, Do not that's steal. My is the main character left-handed. I don't actually remember. Does he wear a hat? He wear no. A hat? He's a fox. If I trust the... Does the fox have a tunic? The fox yes. has the sword in his right hand in the cover art. Yeah, well, so... then it's not a ripoff. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> OC, do not steal. Um, yeah. Case dismissed. Um, but it is it is really cool. I, I like it quite a mm-hmm. bit. Um, but like I said, it is very... If you're expecting a Zelda game, it is just not that. Like, straight up. Most of it is not not what you would expect from most Zelda games that have come out. Mm-hmm. And I yeah. think part of that is because the, the Zelda influence it draws the most... Like, the Zelda game it is the most like is Breath of the Wild. And mm-hmm. the reason yeah. it is the most like Breath of the Wild is because, in my opinion, Breath of the Wild is the Zelda game that is, is most not- like... Yeah, it's not a it Zelda is, game. It's most like Zelda One yeah. in its like vibe. Yeah, the like design <laughs> philosophy. And or like, what have you, you just kind of wander around this map and you'll find shit. You do stuff. Yeah, <laughs> it is. It is like right. very loose in that way. And uh, Tunic absolutely has that. Yeah. Right. Um, it does this cool thing where. Uh, that that starts off is it just feels like a tutorial because you're not sure how it's gonna go. So in game. The way it tutorializes you about the mechanics is that you pick up pages of the game manual, like a literal game like manual, like an OG, like yeah, as NES if it were printed game. with it's like so good. art. Like the and, art is fantastic. Yeah. If, it was really. I, good. I haven't checked to confirm this, but if they didn't do like a special edition a of this game with the physical of version of that, they fucked up. They, really they should did. they should do yeah. it tomorrow. Like they should still do it and sell it to people. <laughs> Um, That's the type of thing that like artists will make it and sell it to you. Yeah, sure. right. yeah. But it, but it becomes. Uh, it starts off and it seems like oh, this is just the tutorial of yeah. this game. Like for the first hour or two, it feels like oh, this is how you're teaching me all the mechanics. But then that keeps up over the course of the entire game. You keep getting more and more, and more manual pages, and then as you play the game more, uh, you will find a ton of information in those pages that isn't immediately obvious based on the relative like corresponding information in other pages. Mm-hmm. So it becomes this really fun evolving like information game where like you can do a lot of stuff that you don't know about technically at the start of the game. You're just not aware that there are options to you. Right. And then as you pick up pages, you'll find yourself flipping through the manual and looking at a page for like the eighth it, time. It physically flips. Too, yeah. Like you read and and like you'll, an you'll realize book. that the information on this page combined with the information on one or two other pages tells you like the next thing you need to do or uh-huh. like a new thing that you have access to mm-hmm. and it's really, cool. it's really clever without like a discreet pickup or anything yeah, yeah. um but like I said, the combat is very Souls too. Uh, I do like the currency system better, where it's the it's it's technically the same thing where you kill enemies and you get stuff, and if you die, you drop you some drop stuff and you leave a bl- you leave a blood stain where your stuff is, right. and you go back yeah. and pick up your stuff. But it's not like Souls; you drop your whole stack. It only uh-huh. drops twenty. At any given point of the game, which even early on 20% is twenty percent like or twenty no twenty units of okay okay currency, um and and the average enemy gives you like three yeah so so, so it's, it's never so like a it never does that that souls thing where you can lose like six hours, hours of progress of, yeah. from like <laughs> wiping two times in a row which right. I really appreciated I was like that's fine that seems yeah. like a perfectly reasonable it's like, a modern... rough edge to polish off of the souls experience I agree <laughs> um so I I appreciated that a lot and then um. The other thing about it is that, like, early on, it does, does the combat even seems more Zelda y than it becomes because it is very much, you know, you're fighting regular ass enemies. You hit them with a couple sword swipes. And this they is die. a blob. Right. Hit the blob. Um, but the f- second you get to the first boss fight, that's the other place where I could see this game losing some people who might have gotten, 
gotten pulled in by like the art and the vibe right. is that the second you get to the first boss fight and every subsequent one after those all expect you to have a souls like level Approach. of tolerance yeah. for mm. yeah. you need to Wiping you need to do the fight like 15 times <laughs> you get your ass you, dusted right, for a bit yeah and you need yeah. to watch you apps if you're going to win any of these fights you need to be watching animation cues and yeah. dodging at the correct moment and mm. only attacking when it is generally relatively safe like you need to do all that shit to be successful in this game which again is another thing that Zelda games just don't do not for the most yeah. part right? yeah no, like almost al- not at all almost every Zelda game the the thing the, the to this day the thing is the thing is still you have the new item and you use the new item on the guy right <laughs> like and that that is not this game at all like you get a couple of core abilities um and you use them to the best of your ability to win fights that become pretty difficult by the end of the game. Like, you think I will be able to finish this game, Dustin, as someone who is notoriously I, terrible at that type of game and does not enjoy it? Like I said, I, I definitely I think, think you, you could. It's my, curi- my curiosity is more if you would want serious. to. Like, I, I, wanted, I wanted to see... I still would like to see you play until you either beat it or have decided that you are no longer okay. interested in beating it. Yeah, um, I think it's probably less a question of could you beat it. Yeah. It's, would I want to? Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's more yeah, of a, like, would I have the fucking capacity to mm-hmm. right. pull my bootstraps up and yeah. guide this like when, I, when, I, when I got into that point and I realized that it was going to be that kind of thing it was going to be like a, a, like even that part was going to be even more Souls-like where it was like these boss fights are challenging and are going to push you a bit I was way into that but yeah, like I said, I can absolutely see a, an audience of people who saw like, oh, it's like Zelda, and, yeah. then, and then that runs into you like three or four hours in, and, the, and each one only this pretty much like subsequently Zelda. gets harder. Yeah, it's not like my like, Zelda. Right? Like, I died. I quit. I don't know if Please. I want to do this anymore. Like I can absolutely see, see that being some people's reaction. Um, I mean, as someone that's never played a Souls game, like it, it's just a it, like all those games are just a matter of like, it, do you have the patience right. and you just learn. want to do it and not. Like, and not just, you know, it's not all an ability thing. It's I think of it a lot like introversion versus extroversion. There, there are some people who are, like, energized by being around people, and there are some people who are drained by being around people. In the same way, there are some people who are, like, energized by being challenged continuously and having their face shoved in the dirt over and over. And there are people who are like, oh, no, that is not for me. I yeah, want right. the video game equivalent mm-hmm. of Candyland. Right. Yeah, right. <laughs> Lord uh, Licorice. Because, like, I played, I played like, a half hour, an hour of, of Cuphead. And the only reason I didn't keep playing it is just because, like, I Man, just, Cuphead's so good. I wasn't it, like I just wasn't vibing with it at the time. Not that it's not that I disliked it at all. It's just like I just wasn't in the mood. Mm-hmm. And it, and it's entirely just you know. Cuphead has an easy mode, right? I don't remember. I was, so I, I was playing it on normal and like it's still pretty fucking hard. Well, right, I know. It's uh, not so easy I, on I played through like the first three or four levels, and it, at no it, point did I actually really feel challenged. Up. Okay. So um, it was, uh, but it's you know, that's also you know decades of platformer experience, yeah. you know. So. I've been thinking about replaying Cuphead a lot lately. I probably mm-hmm. will. I would like to finish that game at some point. I never did quite complete it. It's not that long. That, um, that show is coming out. It's, it's out. out. It's out. Yeah. There's okay. a season of it. I give it, I give it a B. Okay. Maybe okay. a B minus. Wade, glad to have you here. Yes. He's been here the whole time. Yay. What are you talking about? <laughs> um, Why didn't you introduce him? What else was I going to say? Who? Um, huh? Oh, the other things about Tunic. Like I said, I really like the game overall. If, if you are in... The, th- the other thing that would have been... Would have been or will be part of like the like the way I would have opened that YouTube video would have been like every time I boot up my Xbox, I look at Elden Ring and I like oh my god how many hours would this, this be right. committing myself to sixty hours of my fucking life oh Jesus fuck 
Some of which um, you won't enjoy. <laughs> um, and then depends and then, on if you want to beat the game alone or if you just like want to do a lot of things in the game, right? Um, but but like, and then I booted up Tunic and I gave me like the that they gave me the thing I wanted from Souls without most of the bullshit. <laughs> like honestly, right, right. It was like it's about twelve to fifteen hours long, probably. Um, so there's, there's a lot less overhead of like fiddly like yeah. you only get so many like abilities and there's not gear. Mm-hmm. In the same way, you're not going to spend they're... ten hours in a menu over right, the course of the yeah, game. Yeah, like there's not going to be a lot of that shit. Like it just for me, it polished off a lot of stuff that I was like, you know what I like about Souls? I like that the combat is consequential. <laughs> Dustin, have <laughs> a you lot ever played time. Titan Souls? No, but I know that I should. Is that that yeah, game that where you kill things in one hit? Uh, sort of. You, you have one arrow, yeah, you play, you and everything arrow. kills and you, you in one okay. hit. I have every enemy in the game is a boss. Yeah, every enemy in the game is a boss, and the game is only like ten hours long. Yeah, it's really cool. It is incredible. I did enjoy cool. that, although I didn't yeah. play much of it. Yeah, it, so that's actually part of why, I, like, because I fired, I shot, like, I started up Bloodborne, and I went in, and like the first thing I thought as I got like into the first group of enemies was just like. It, more than anything, I just don't feel like paying attention to this much dark, like visibly dark shit that at the same time to look for what I need to do right now. And I didn't want to have to like learn attack patterns and all that stuff. And so it's literally just like how much you want. Like, cause like if, if I didn't have anything better to do, I would probably commit to doing it. But like 90% of the time I have other things I would rather do. And I just, and Don't even bother. Bloodborne is notorious for the first like five hours of the game being a lot harder than the middle sections. <laughs> so like, I, I never got through the first it, five hours. It really weeds out the it's people who difficult. are not like yeah. built for playing those kinds of games. Yeah, yeah. and, and it, like I, I don't even think it's that. It's just a matter of because like I can beat difficult games and commit time to it. It's just like. I have to want to do it. Right. Yeah, right. It, it's, I think it's the want that has to yeah. be there. Brian, I think that is a hundred percent true. And like, I think both the thing that Wade said is true, and then I think there's a tier beyond that where there are people oh. who will be into that kind of experience, and the people who definitely won't. And then there will be like this third tier people who will be into it if the conditions to in their point. own current like yeah, mental and physical right. state are mm-hmm. such that they're ready for and that's to do exactly that. What my situation is is like is yeah. I have to be like. I want to play something hard. I want to get the sh- my shit pushed in. <laughs> yeah. And, and I want like, to you know, feel. <laughs> and I want to learn. It, but like most of the time, I'm just like, I just want to play something easy. Yeah. Something yeah. Easy. yeah. Like, getting older. Yeah. 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 And yeah. like I said, that if there's if Tunic has one enormous failing, I think it's that. Like like the the things that it's got are like it cha- combat that becomes really challenging in certain encounters and like a sense of exploration uh, and evolving information about the world does those two things very well. And like a Souls-ish sort of way with some unique stuff on its own, but the um, the way that it scales up is very misleading. Because like I said, before the first boss fight, all the combat is pretty trivial for the most part, especially doubly so because you never feel the impact. Like I said, the thing I like about the bloodstains not being a big deal, like you internalize that at some point. You're like, well, it's really not a big deal if I die. So if I right. if I go wipe four times, it's not. I'm not costing myself a ton of progress or whatever. It's fine. Um, and then when you get to some of the boss fights, and it gets really fucking hard. There's just like there be there's got to be a pretty significant population of the player base that has, would fall off at some point because when I beat it a couple weeks ago, when you pop Xbox achievements, it tells you the percentage of players mm-hmm. that right, got right, them, right. and it was only like a four point six something wow. yeah. rate of completion of people who had completed the final boss fight. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, so is it mo- Do you think part of the problem is that the the difficulty scaling going into the like the first boss especially is 
is just too acute. Well, so it's not even that. I think the first boss is actually pretty well tuned, and then some later encounters get much worse. Like, but the first boss is the one, like I said, where you really need to pay attention to all the mechanics. Gross. Because leading up to that, you can play it like Zelda. You can just go swipe, swipe, swipe. Maybe put the shield up sometimes. And you're fine. You that, use the shield in Zelda? <laughs> well, in this game, you'll have to use the shield. Okay. Um, uh, fucking coming out of that fight, because that's the first, like I said, that's the first time where you'll have to do, you'll have to dodge, you'll have to watch animations, you'll have mm-hmm. to get a sense of ranges for stuff. Like, you have to do all that stuff. Coming out of that fight, as the game snowballs into other stuff, the fight after that, I think, is actually not that hard. It's probably even, like, in some ways a little easier than the first boss. And then everything after that is a pretty steep curve upward. Mm-hmm. Uh, right to the point, like, my least favorite part of the game is the this little section that's right at the start of the end game. Like, you can tell that the game is, like, 80% done, and they do this thing that I really, really dislike in games like this, where... And, in fact, I can't think of a, a game that has done it this much in such a specific, specific way, where you get to this, like... You crest this point where you're about to begin the end game, and the first thing that happens to you is something in the narrative happens, and you are powered down massively for like Ooh. one long section of gameplay. So you spent the whole game gradually improving your, you know, your stamina, your right. health, your uh, all that stuff, your attack power, all that stuff, and then to start the end game, they underpower you for this like. New whole new area that culminates in like a light boss rush kind of thing, and it really feels like horseshit. Um, doubly so because, like I said, my biggest problem with it was that like the game demands so much of you in the the harder fights before that, where you really need to get a sense for how fast your dodges and stuff are up. Like you right. you build yeah. a muscle memory of like, all right, now I can dodge two times right. before I spend three seconds and then my stamina comes up and then like I get a few more upgrades and now I can dodge three times and, and I'm going to throw it all out and I've, I've, inter- right, I've internalized the cadence of how many times I can do this and then the first thing that happens for my like first five runs of that little boss rush is like I know I can dodge one, two. Oh wait, I can't dodge as many times yep. as I uh-huh. used to be able to because yeah. they just like stuffed my abilities mm-hmm. in the closet until I finished this one area of this game and it felt real Gross. shitty like it felt not good <laughs> It felt like a not good way to make mm. that part of the game harder. Metroid Prime 3 did something like that. <laughs> no. Yeah. yeah. Like, it, it doesn't depower you. It just kind of replaces your entire ability set with something else completely. <laughs> yeah, it changes your uh, mm-hmm. the way you have to play the game. Right. For the last you hour. Do, you do get one massive ability upgrade near the end of the game that kind of does that, but in a way that it feels really good. Like, like that right. part even overpowers you maybe a little bit relative to the game before it. But that, mm-hmm. that section in particular is like, I, that would have been my massive note if I had playtested this game before release. Is like, don't make this hard in this way like i guess zero mission did that too <laughs> oh yeah yeah, yeah. It did. but yeah it's um that's like the the idea of like artificial difficulty yeah in that like you know and it makes me and, and, and gameplay regression in any way like yeah, that's like, not that's not like fun. flagrant regression is 99 percent of yeah. the time it, terrible it really mm-hmm. makes me wonder if that like the impulse for that came from a version of the game that they felt was too short. Like maybe even before mm-hmm. he, he got more contract work and they were able to put more content into it. Like it's hard to say because the game, like if you were able to get through that part of the game and like half the time it took me to get through it, it would still take you easily 10 hours if you were fucking sprinting through that game to mm-hmm. finish the whole thing, which I think is a plenty mm-hmm. of gameplay for like a mid tier anything, like a mid tier priced like 30 ish dollar yeah. Like, uh, like I think that's totally fine. So it didn't especially, feel... it sounds like the game has replayability. Yeah, so, so it didn't feel like it needed fine. to be longer. But yeah, I probably spent two, two and a half hours in that part of that the game, part. where like it, it could have been less than half that if it were just if it scaled more linearly the way the rest of the game. Did. I, I mean, they could have like it, 
in situations like that, I would have rather seen, like, if they're doing a boss rush with the old bosses, enhance the bosses yeah, and don't... Yeah, make them better. Don't, like, I mean, That takes more dev, dev work. And I, 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 I know, need, Right, I don't even want to get necessarily into specifics of the encounter, because it's, it's a little different than, like... It's, like, half a boss rush, but it's, it's beat a lot of enemies in sequence sure. without, mm. without healing. Um... And then, what was the other De- thing I was going to say? Go ahead. Devs who uh, see that, like, 4% completion on that and compare it to Elden Ring's massive number of people who've platinumed the game should take mm-hmm. note that, like, Elden Ring's scaling is that, like, yeah, the, the end game is hard, but also you can literally just keep leveling forever yeah. and yeah. overpower it. And, like, a lot of people did, and yeah. they liked the fantasy of becoming a god. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and yeah, that's definitely not an option here. Like intrinsically, the way it is mechanically designed, yeah. you cannot like brute force your way. The way the, the upgrades work, it is not a pure uh, experience Leveling, thing. Right. You mm-hmm. need items that correspond with a certain amount of experience Whatever. currency. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, it's just like I said, if, if there was a, like if you were on the edge, if you were playing this game and you were like, I'm not sure how down I am with how hard this is, that's the place where I would see a lot of people just giving up and being like, I don't right. want to do this anymore. Um, and the last boss fight's kind of hard too. Like it's not easy, but like, like I said, in a more, in a much more reasonable way. Mm. Um, on the whole, I really, really enjoyed it. I think it, it's really good. It, my, I mean, my opinion on end bosses, they shouldn't be easy necessarily. Uh-huh. Like there should be at least some level of difficulty to it. Yeah. Because I, I mean, a super easy end boss just ends up making the ending of the game feel not gratifying, sure. and unearned, anti- anticlimactic, mm-hmm. unearned all good terms for it like because yeah. and again and it doesn't have to be brutal but just make it hard right and at that point again you're back to the normal cadence of like your powers have curved up a bunch yeah. like you're at at that point you're at the peak of your power in that game you're as strong as you're going to be like you have a lot of stuff at your disposal it does not feel like unfair it just feels difficult yeah um, I, I mean uh, an example I think is good is like most of the Mega Man X games, you know, the uh, the end boss is yeah, typically pretty, pretty difficult. But like, I mean, once you get good at the game, mm. it, it becomes trivial. But that's because you learn the ins and outs <laughs> and all, of all of it. But like, you're a wall now. For the most part, it's, it's like the bosses are difficult, but they're not extremely difficult. And as you get stronger and have weaknesses, they they become easier. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you know, there's a smart curve to it that you know can keep it fine, but just you know. Then you mm-hmm. Hadouken a dog. Yeah, then you Hadouken I mean, a dog. I mean, that's a bonus. The, <laughs> the last thing I'll say about Tunic, again, still with the, the overall impression that like I would strongly recommend it. If you if you are into tail, or, uh, Souls-like things and you do not have 50 hours, this is a yeah. game I would recommend you play. <laughs> um, is The last thing about it that I found really disappointing that never really got better for me is that I don't think the soundtrack is very good. That mm. sucks. And, that's, yeah. and it's not like they don't... like I think it's poorly made. Like, it's I think, not it's varied. I think, right, I think the songs that are in there are fine, but the the breadth of emotional experience in the soundtrack is very flat. Okay. Like it's right. all... even like the, like I played for maybe like an hour or two and I think uh-huh. I only had one song the entire time. Yeah. Do you, um, do you guys like have a general vibe for when I say that, like what Minecraft wander around the world music yeah. sounds yeah. like, where it is kind of a, it's like, that like all the a time. loose okay. vibey kind of chilled out. Like it's right. that more often than not. And it very barely gets above that at any point, even when like, you know, Shit's popping off. when combat picks up and right in the final boss fight in particular, when you talk about anticlimax, the fight itself is really cool and really engaging. And the music that plays over that it is still in that like, same uh, kind of sludgy, music. it's just all elevator just like music. vibe filled. Yeah. It's That's like, it sets, it, it sets the same mood as like, I'm exploring a, 
big space that I don't quite know what's up. But like, no, I'm fighting for my fucking life. Let's turn this up to like 11. Yeah. It's it's funny because um, like not long ago, I was having a conversation with Amanda about like, one of the best things that ever came out of like Catholicism is like big <laughs> organ music you know that it. makes things feel like it has like a lot of heft. There you go. So, well. so I've got another point on that. Uh, one of the best <laughs> things that came out of Dark Souls was that uh, you, you know nearly every single big boss has that scores. big big sweeping score except the final boss. The final boss had this really toned down like <laughs> piano mm-hmm. song. But it made and it, it was, Right, it felt yeah. awesome because, because it was all the other songs weren't that. Uh-huh. Yeah, I was right. going to say, like, that's different because like, if everything else is big and bombastic, then the boss having something really low just right. makes it really so menacing. Right. Yeah. It, it was so good. And, yeah. and it put... And the, like, it, it's the, you know, the silence speaks volumes thing, you know? Yeah. Right, and like, that's what I'm getting at with with Tunic, is that I don't think it has that breadth of emotional... Safe. Like I said, right. I don't think there's even necessarily a definite point where, like, you have to hit peaks and you have to hit valleys. Mm-hmm. I just think that your soundtrack is better if you have some of all of that. Yeah, it's like, gotta I, have some Like, variance. I kept thinking about Undertale over and over and over again, because that game, like... That game's got a fucking soundtrack. Well, it gets yeah. so much so much of the, like, emotional experience of playing that game comes from the music, and, and mm-hmm. a big part of that is because it does... That soundtrack does it all. Like, it has got... Literally it's it got, all. It's got, like, moody, you know, kind of chilled out stuff. It's got, like, sad, music. sad boy sadness, and it's got, like, big fucking bombastic like shown in energy we are fucking uh-huh. shit up right now it's music Megalovania yeah, yeah. So. It, does, it does all those things in a way that like like I said I wish Tunic had done that especially in some of the places where mm-hmm. like the game is really kicking off gameplay wise like it's just and yeah. Undertale's a great example of how you don't need it to be big orchestral sweeping right they did a lot yeah. with a little that guy yeah. made it all himself yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. And, I mean, Toby it, Fox it, did all the music for that yeah. game it, it's, it, mostly it, it's like you know part of it is the is the whole like you know the Final Fantasy and Boss song is always a fucking song, you know, like mm-hmm. Dancing Mad, One Winged Angel, etc. Like, they're all huge fucking pieces that, like, are always feel like they have some heft to them. Mm-hmm. And it either needs to be that or everything else needs to be big, like, and then not, then the and Boss is you just, subtle. You- or you know, just it just needs to be something. like yeah. you, either, you need to feel like, that bubble fucker when you, you fight the pick unbuff. the mood. Like, like I said, you just gotta at some point read I think, the room. I think God for, damn it. for a game that 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 does elevate either uh, like narratively, emotionally, that has hills and valleys, yeah. or gameplay wise, I think the the music to some degree needs, needs to, to cor- reflect it. Needs to correspond. Yeah, and I didn't get that sense with Tunic. Mm-hmm. So that, that's like by far my biggest. Other than that one gameplay section, that's the thing I like about it the least. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, it's not like it's like the music in there is incompetently made necessarily. It just doesn't go places that I wish it did. That music is but, important um, in video games. It doesn't speak to you. Yeah. I would never I would never dream of listening to a it's single thing on your soundtrack, MP3, not once. MP3, and and I right. have the Undertale soundtrack in my rotation to this day. Uh-huh. So yeah. Same. it's that kind of Same. thing. Um, and not, not even that that's like, like would I listen to it outside the game? But like I said, within the context of the gameplay, it just feels out of place mm-hmm. in a lot of places in a really unfortunate way. But uh but again, I think that's where I'll wrap my tunic thoughts for now. I think it's very good. I finished it. And you like, don't for finish me, games. Like that, yeah, yeah like right, that's right, a two thumbs up seal of approval because I don't finish ninety percent of the games I start. Yeah, so. It helps when a game's not fifty you hours long. Yeah. Yeah, you didn't beat Final Fantasy VII Remake, did you? Nope. Yeah, you didn't. didn't beat Cuphead. That's fine. That I didn't beat Cuphead. Hours long. <laughs> yeah, that game's that game's fifty hours long. It and was fifty um, hours long, and I didn't like it. <laughs> We don't um, need that's only half conversation true. again. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I would absolutely recommend Tunic if you're into Soulsy things. Uh, like I said, it's still maybe not so much if you're just into Zelda, because like I said, it's very little of that. I'll probably give that a whole. go. 
Um, I think he would really like and, it. And it is, I think it is worth the $30 that they're charging for it. Like, so that's another thing where it kind of bums me out that indie game prices have escalated so much. Yeah. Just because it's harder to play everything when mm. stuff gets yeah, so yeah. expensive. Like, I don't think a lot of those games aren't worth the money they're charging. Like, it's not that. It's just that, like, as game prices increase... People need to be even more tight with like right. which things they're gonna play and which things yeah. they're not. Right. I, I honestly, I think indie games coming up in price is is a good thing. It's healthy for I indie developers. Yeah, mostly a good thing. But triple yeah. A games need to stop going up in price. Yeah, fuck them. I mean, <laughs> we've been spoiled with just like the general price of video games since like the NES era. Like, yeah, for sure. Yeah. NES games cost right sixty dollars in nineteen eighty nine to like yeah. in, to any individual person's like whatever your financial situation is. Like, if you, I would buy Tunic tomorrow if if thirty dollars is not a big mm-hmm. deal. Like, if you, if you can afford that in your monthly, you know, fuck off entertainment budget, buy it mm-hmm. immediately. But but if that's a lot of money for you, which though it, it is funny to compare it to be. like buying FTL for two fifty. <laughs> oh yeah, which right. is an amazing would, um, game. That's what I was. I would to. I would put it in your. You know, put it in your watch list and buy it the next time it's on sale. Yeah. For sure. Whatever, whatever the price doing. you're willing to pay for it, buy it then. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There'll be a Steam summer sale or whatever, and you can right. get it for ten bucks. Um, and if, if you have Game Pass, go get it right now because it's on Game yep. Pass, and that's how I played it. Oh, that's how I will play. It. <laughs> <laughs> get them. Um, and that—that's another thing. Like the, again, talking about the completion numbers, I bet that's another factor of like. How many people downloaded it on Game Pass free. and played it played for 30 it for minutes, minutes and yeah. didn't, pre- didn't proceed beyond that? Because, like, well, this is just a free thing I can check out on board. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. Yeah, you you got to kind of commit to Elden Ring if you're... <laughs> yeah, Elden Ring was, what, um, 70 bucks? Yeah. Oof. Boy. Yeah, right. You're not buying it and playing it for 30 minutes. Yeah, I, right. I mean, the, like, honestly, uh, games for 70 bucks just makes me not want to buy a game. For the most part, True. yeah. yeah. So, so I'm subscribed to the Humble Monthly right. thing, and mm-hmm. every like six to nine months, a game comes out that I want, and by that point, I have accrued so many uh, key codes for games that I do not use that I can trade them on the secondary marketplace for the game that I want. <laughs> nice. <laughs> That's actually pretty sweet in the system. Yeah. Nice. That's pretty good. But um, it's like expected. But I mean, it's <laughs> right. funny because like it <laughs> hypothetically. If like if there were no games that you wanted in those six months, then you just paid more than that game is worth anyways on the subscription. I mean, I've, uh, then I just have those key codes I for mean, the I next know. time. I'm just, I'm I've got like 400 fucking games that just like I pile into a thread on Reddit and go, who wants these? Because I want this. And someone will compile a list of what the thing I want is worth. And I will give that stuff. Yeah. Like, 100 games. Yeah, that's fair. Um, Some of those games go up in value as they become more rare, <laughs> which is very funny. That's, that, that is pretty Weird. funny. Um, <laughs> let's see. I just uh, recently sold NBA 2K11 for $20. What the <laughs> fuck? All right. Yeah. You huh. can't get it on Steam anymore, so oh. it's a collector's item. Why would anyone... I, I have that for PS4. That, that, has, to be, <laughs> right? that has to be a, like a library. <laughs> or Xbox. Like, I literally just Whatever. want to have it. It, yeah. In my queue, like yeah. I would never play no it because no, why, why would you want to play that? it? So this this is the funniest thing. The guy, I, there were people who you know are just professional key code traders that sure. would have bought it for a similar amount, but they come across like pretty rarely. Mm-hmm. The guy who bought it wanted to play it. <laughs> Good he, for him. He had posted like three different threads in three different trading <laughs> communities looking for this game because it had like uh-huh, some team composition right, yeah. that none of the something others about had. It. 
So <laughs> cool. Good for him. Yeah, I got my twenty dollars. That mm-hmm. was the Michael Jordan year. Okay, they had like a bunch of classic Michael sure. Jordan Bulls stuff going on in, the, uh, in that. Uh, yeah, that's, okay. that's probably. And, and that was that also, in my opinion. <laughs> I can't believe we're having this conversation. <laughs> the peak of NBA, the peak of NBA 2K, 2K as a series. Okay. That was right before it became very commercialized. And you uh, bought like shoes and power-ups for your character. Yeah. Oh, yeah, before like microtransaction kind of yeah, shit. Yeah, right yeah. before that happened. Mm-hmm. Like that okay. might be the best NBA 2K game. <laughs> Are this, they still coming out annually and EA yeah. still not doing a thing after yep. years they, of trying to... They did a... There was a live game. Yeah, so they, they put mm-hmm. out like one or two yeah. over the course of like five years total because they still cannot... Shit. Right, they still <laughs> cannot seem to feel the team that can put together a competent basketball product. Yeah. And I think the same thing happens with most sports products now is they mm-hmm. all just, they're even lazier than they've ever been. And yeah, they're full of microtransactions what... and other than roster updates, mm-hmm. there's it's no the reason same. to buy Sony it. finally unleashed the show on Xbox now. Right. right. Yeah. 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 Which, like, I don't know what the how many people are buying baseball games anyway. Someone. Someone. Some guy in the depths of the internet is going to pay $20 for that. <laughs> All right. Yeah. For, from this point, I have a question for the table. No. Kind of stepped away. He'll have to come back to whatever we decide with him. <laughs> um, do you guys want to talk about... Is there any other games anyone's playing that they want to talk about? Do you guys want to talk about Destiny stuff? Or do you want to talk about some other TV stuff? Because I've got some small stuff on the last thing, but I absolutely am not invested in it if we'd rather just talk about uh, the Destiny patch notes for the future. The only other game I've been playing recently is Final Fantasy XIV. He's and bad. I like it. Mm-hmm. That's it. And I can give you a brief Elden Ring thing. Yeah, let's hear it. Because I, I did beat that, and Yay. I put in like 120 hours or something okay. in a very unhealthily short amount of time. <laughs> uh, as you do. Like, as far as Soulsborns go, it is definitely the most ambitious of them by like uh, several orders of magnitude. Uh but the trade-off for that is that it like reuses a bunch of bosses. There are almost no bosses that are like a one-off unique boss okay. in that game. There's mm-hmm. like five or six out of forty bosses that you okay. can fight mm-hmm. across the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's actually almost certainly larger than forty. Um, but the the thing that is simultaneously cool and terrible about that game <laughs> is that because it's open world, you can kind of like immediately go to a place that you probably shouldn't be going to that's got stuff you probably shouldn't be fighting but uh there are things that you can kill that like are pretty easy in the late game uh that give you a whole bunch of the equivalent of souls and you can farm those from kind of the beginning of the game (laughs) or you can fight like pretty really hard shit that you're supposed to be fighting in the early game and get fucking nothing for it. <laughs> cool. And the scaling just does not feel like it makes any sense in terms of like both the the difficulty to reward ratio of mm. enemies and like that's maybe my biggest gripe about it, but it is a gorgeous game and it's a lot of fun and uh like I, I think people will be using it as a litmus test, whether correctly or incorrectly, for open world games to come for like decades. Mm. Right. Yeah. Okay. That's like, really cool. It, it basically took Breath of the Wild and said, "All right, what if we made this really fucking hard?" <laughs> sure. <laughs> Which, like itself, is like that was the cool thing about Breath of the Wild is like, in addition to being a, a reflection of some parts of Zelda, it was also very much a reflection of 
other contemporary games that have come out since, like yeah. Souls games. So right. to see all of those products like build on top of each other influence-wise, I think is really neat. And that's why now so many games, when we talk about them, you reference Breath of the Wild in that yeah. conversation because it's like... Yeah. It was hex game. It, um, it was the ocarina of time of open world games. Like it, it did exactly what it wanted to do, and it did it very well. And it's going to pave the road. Sure. Well, and that's the thing. I think at Breath of the Wild. Like I think it is the ocarina in terms of like importance, but for different reasons. Because yeah. ocarina, ocarina was very much Nintendo kind of setting the standards yeah, themselves. Like, like that, that was, was like the first that was when anal- analog, analog yeah. control was still relatively early. So they were like, you know, they were building a lot of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Right. They were building a lot of that stuff up from scratch at that point. And then like subsequently, like when we're getting into Twilight Princess area and every, all of those games to that date are still Built mostly that. that. Yeah. Right. right. Like at some point, like the diminishing returns really set in as the game industry outside of Nintendo starts to evolve beyond that yeah. stuff. So like Breath of the Wild for me was that reset point where they were like, like I said, you, you could tell that there were some newer people making higher level decisions on that product mm-hmm. and that it was Nintendo being less self-referential and yeah. more globally referential to what is happening in games in general. There's a lot of Western general. influence in that yeah, game. Yeah, to, mm-hmm. to its complete benefit, I yes. think. Um, mm-hmm. So someone on that dev team played Skyrim right, and was Skyrim. like, "All right, this has been around for ten years, and people are somehow still buying it. Let's do it." Yeah. Mm-hmm. To um to bury the lead on another YouTube video I may or may not make at some point. Dun, dun, dun. Um, that new Pixar movie, Turning Red. My yeah, my thesis statement red. around that movie is the exact same thing. Like that, those are the kind of products that I would like to see Disney make in the future. Yeah. Because Turning Red is a product that is very minimally reliant on Pixar's canon and very significantly influenced by media that Disney has not created. Like it is extremely stylistically and totally influenced by like anime stuff Um, in a way that I think really benefits it. Mm -hmm. Because again, like for my least favorite thing in modern Disney stuff is when (laughs) Statue of Liberty has the Captain America shield and the the cleverest thing that can come up with for some gag in fucking Hawkeye is that there's an Avengers musical because every single thing in this universe is only around referenced on other things that happen directly in camera in front of you and there's nothing else in the world that exists. I'm so tired of that shit. Uh, I just want, (laughs) I want more products like this that are made by people who are really good at what they do that are willing to acknowledge that that while Disney has created a many influential and valuable and interesting products, it is not the beginning of end or end end of artistic expression in on Earth. Um, and that's the vibe I got from that movie, from Turning Red, was that it was uh, that was one of the other things I'll bring up briefly. But that's as much I'll talk about it right now. Is that that movie is very influenced by stuff that is not just. Mm-hmm. Disney Animated Studios and just like Pixar's history to its benefit. It is cool to see newer people come in and bring in influences from other shit. And that's why I went straight to Disney Plus. Right. Well, no, because they're just they're just shitting on Pixar uh, right now. Yeah. They haven't aired any of their movies in theaters since onward because they're like, oh, the pandemic. But it's just like we're just gonna put every all these movies on here and not tell the team like with Soul, and that was cool. They did. They're doing cool stuff mm. to Pixar. Um, Disney doesn't treat any of them. No, like, no, they don't. <laughs> They're like, you're um, not Disney. Right, I wonder if that's what it is. It's like a power player to I th- make I th- their own I th- my animation studio yeah, more my prominent. My suspicion is that it's 100% that. It is, it is that studio notes are more easily absorbed by the Disney animated studio than by Pixar. Right. Like, I 100% think that's the thing. That, like, they just have a fraction higher autonomy because they were the more recently acquired subsidiary. Is Pixar making that Buzz Lightyear movie? Yeah. Okay, so that's going to be in theaters. 
you know, yeah, which like whatever. Thing that but but I mean, that's in the right. Yeah. And that's because Toy Story toys sell so well. Sure. So yeah. you know, we'll see. That's if why they there's still three cards movies and like eighty. Yeah. Toy Story. I'm movies, not particularly but... interested in that thing. I'm not because it seems like a stupid fucking idea. Like yes. the premise seems idiotic. Like I never assumed that. At no part in experiencing the Toy Story canon did I assume Buzz Lightyear was a real person. Well, if you like, watched the toy. Buzz Lightyear cartoon, you'd know that there was an exter- whole universe of fucking soldiers but see, like that, him. Even that, it's not I that assume- much of a stretch to think, all right, this toy is based I, on a real thing or a I, movie I, I or thought, whatever. I took that silly cartoon from the <laughs> 2000s as like a... Oh, this is just the cartoon that like exists in Andy's universe. Yes. Like, like, like Buzz Lightyear is a cartoon thing mm-hmm. like so, that somebody made up, like Iron Man or whatever. I know literally nothing <laughs> like, about this Lightyear movie. I have not paid any attention to it at all. So it I doesn't don't know. matter. But it, it's an idea for a movie. Sure. Yeah. It seems something you can put on it, screen. It seems kind of dumb. Yay. <laughs> um. Circling us back to video games, though, um, I think I made my last Wii U or 3DS purchase recently. <laughs> Go on. I went back and bought Crystal. Um, because 3DS, right? on the 3ds okay. correct because i know my copy of it has died yeah, like yeah. my og copy you replace and it battery, yeah. yeah i i know I've, I've done that with a few things like i replayed an old uh gold version yeah. of dustin's by doing that mm-hmm. um but i just figured like it's here i might as well like so those prices will only go up apparently. exactly <laughs> yeah, like no kidding. pokemon games never go down and bonkers i had already bought gold on there so like i'll just buy crystal because it's definitely the Crystal's best one cool. of that um era mm-hmm. for sure yeah um so that, it was fun kind of like thumbing through the 3ds library and then also it wasn't because there's so much shit on there <laughs> yeah right um, so that was fun uh but i've also i've gotten in my like maybe quarterly dosage of tetris 99 again which is fun <laughs> nice um, surprised they haven't discontinued that game I mean, i'm glad it's still going yeah, right. yeah, yeah it's yeah. completely did any, harmless did you have any problem getting lobbies was it no okay no filled up every time I'll say, there's I think, at least I think, 98 other players yeah, right. yeah. people playing uh, that's cool the highest i've gotten over the past like two days of playing is third Pretty good. Uh, it's pretty good. good. Yeah, I did Especially that like twice. Point, anybody yeah. left standing <laughs> right. on that game is probably a team. Well, I'm, I'm, in, I'm still not yeah. even in. I'm not playing in Maximus right now. Even in the regular one, I'm but sure yeah. it's, it's a it's condensed like playing Justin environment. Play. Yeah. Basically, <laughs> big old scatter shots. Sweats. Um, <laughs> but that's fun. And then I well, the only reason I knew about the Tetris 99 weekend is because I've been playing my Switch again more. Right, it'll advertise that stuff. Because I got another Picross game. <laughs> Uh, it went I mean, on sale. Cool All that. I do is buy yeah. Picross games when they go on sale. So right now I'm going through the it's fucking Genesis Master System one. <laughs> so I've made like Sonics and shit, um, which is just I like every like, like some people it's are fucking, horse girls, some people are Picross girls. It's me. It's Picross and Tetris. Those are my my secret skills, I guess. Um, but it's still obviously Ju- not familiar with the. I think it's Jupiter. It's either Juniper or Jupiter. I don't remember exactly which one it is. They've been making just the Picross S series on the Switch. There's like 10 or so various games. I think six numbered ones that can kind of link together and give you more puzzles if you have other save data. So I've got like one through five right now. Um, And then other like spinoffs like the Genesis one. There's a few other ones um, on the eShop. But I like Picross. I like me some Picross. Carly was a Picross addict. Oh no! Okay. I'm not an addict though. I, I, I'm returning. I can stop whenever I want. Yeah. I get them when they're on sale. Play them for like maybe 30 hours to completion, and then never pick them up By again. At that point, another one's gone on sale. Not no. It's 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 been a while since I played I mean, a big cross game. Like six months. Than somebody who goes through a Sudoku book 
Evidence exactly. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Like that's a pretty healthy hobby, I think. <laughs> it's fun. I miss Picross 3D. That was a really good. I think that was a 3DS eShop game. So, ten out of ten, pick that up before that goes away. Just, just waiting for a new puzzle, Pokemon Puzzle League game to come out so that no. Phil can fall back into that. Just you that's already possible. have it on your 3DS. Yeah, like, just play the old one. I yeah. I don't know if I don't <laughs> know if Tetris, Tetris Company sorry. Co TM owns that game engine or not Probably the last not. time there was one of those it was like a, a 3DS, 3ds game yeah or 3DS i bet you could release a game yeah. that it functions like that and just not call it tetris attack Maybe. over here yeah. like, I, well because it's panel to pawn yeah right, yeah, yeah. But right. you could play that because i think they have it on the snes yeah, like bundle can. for the online thing on switch i think you can just okay. play panel to pawn like the japanese oh, version yeah, you're right. but on not the switch. yoshi's whatever i don't attack. know i'm not sure if tetris attack is on there or not i'm pretty sure panel to pawn is Game. I know it's the same Nintendo game. Classic. There you go. <laughs> but also, what's the point if you're not hearing do gong gong gong? I mean, <laughs> you got me there. Um, but I think aside from just my my actual destiny addiction uh, that we all share, that is a much more real addiction. Yes, yeah. um, Dustin and I have been streaming video games That's weekly, right. and um. I'm doing a playthrough of Tales of Symphonia again. I, and I got, <laughs> it's an I'm living. <laughs> I haven't I haven't played that game in a number of years at this point, and I'm going off of a new game plus from the uh, PS3 remake, remaster, re-release, whatever they did for like the 10th anniversary. So it's my first replay of that game after having beaten it like three or four times in the GameCube. Um, it's just I'm having a good time. Good. I'm enjoying it. Fucking Ballacroft Mausoleum can go suck my dick, but I made it through it. Mm-hmm. I'm, glad, I'm glad you're liking it. Yeah. Because I had asked you specifically if there was something you felt like playing. And I gave you options of three different Tales games that we could have <laughs> right. played. Um, I will the say, most popular, famous one. Like, like I said, I've been impressed more often than not by how well that game has aged. Like There okay. are things about it that are very crummy, but there's a lot about mm-hmm. it that it actually has aged pretty well. more than Better than I would have guessed. That, that battle system surprisingly yeah, decent it's not for bad. its time. It's fun. Uh-huh. The only thing, like, because the one other game that I had kind of been leaning towards that um, I know Dustin hasn't seen is Tales of the Abyss, which is the game that came out right after Symphonia. It was the next Tales game. And it, like, the introduction of being able to break out of that, like, single line of combat and just reposition yourself away from enemies is amazing. It's, it changes everything and they use it completely going forward. (laughs) Um, But Tales of Symphonia is also very old. It is well, that not was, quite 20 years. It's, it's getting there. Yeah. It's we getting there. The just about. Chat. We did. Because um, yeah. part of the reason I picked that one was like, oh, that'll be pretty easy. We'll just plug in the GameCube. And then immediately. We, wa- we watched a GameCube yeah, die. Yeah, the GameCube died. No. When we tried to load that disc, it, it was, was just tragic. like. tragic. Nope. Um, a laser. I'm assuming it's the drive. Yeah. Yeah. We've got a Wii laying around. We did, um, so we were able to boot up the game on the Wii, but I didn't have a completed save file to go yeah, off of, which is what new, I wanted to do a new game, game plus. plus. So we couldn't okay. do that, that was the thing. So then she, now she's playing the PS3 version. On our <laughs> launch PS3 that Dustin's had for a million years. So oh right, that is like jet, jet engine levels of fan noise at this point. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's putting out more heat than that room that <laughs> Probably, right, we had yeah. all the bodies piled in there. My um, favorite thing is because I have the collector's edition for Tales of Symphonia Chronicles is I, my PS3 theme is just Tales themed. <laughs> There's I'm no music to they it. haven't brought in I know. I miss my Final yeah, Fantasy IX nice. theme yeah, from my PlayStation 4. I bet 4. they made a couple bucks doing it. Mm-hmm. I bought 
Final Fantasy IX's remake good, or remaster because yeah. A, I love that game and B, it came with a theme. To, to this day, I think the PS5's UI is still worse than the PlayStation yes, 4's. It is. Like they, it's they really bad. It, it launched worse and they haven't significantly it's gotten, updated it's gotten it to make it worse over time. Right. Uh-huh. Yeah. I have a big, for even though I didn't own the console in the day, I really like the PS3's menu. Like it's really stupid. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's but like, it, I've it, got, that it, is it, like a it, shittier it, version of the PS4 one. It, like, it it's endearing to me because it also reminds me of the Vita. Yeah, I think they have the same UI. No, it, it's, it's, it's very similar. It's very similar in like kind of vibe, yeah. generally mm-hmm. speaking. Well, it was the exact same as a, at least a version of the PSP. That's firmware. yes, it was exactly but the, the same the as Vita the PSP. Was different because it had all little bubbles. Yeah, they were little like buttons. Yeah, it was like a phone interface. It was like, very it was like similar to like a mobile screen, interface. Basically. Yeah, but, but there's just something. Word. There's just something about that like shifting along the Y axis and then right. going down the X axis on those menus, which is just it's so weird, but just it's a good time. I like it. Yeah, that stuff's... I'm enjoying Tales of Symphonia. I'm glad. We're almost through the first part of Silveron. Mm -hmm. One more seal. One more seal. Generally having fun watching you play it. Tower of Mana. play that game. I want Fro to show up in my chat, and he hasn't yet. There were like six times that we were like... This is the end of the game now, right? <laughs> just because that's the way that that game. I remember that game like, being very long. Yeah, like I mean, it's like, two GameCube discs. Yeah, there are like four times, like four actual times that you mm-hmm. think the game is ending, but it's not. So there's that. A lot of fake outs. Yeah, that. There's Metal Gear. I can't think if there's a third GameCube game that had two discs. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Beaten Kaitos, I believe, Maybe. had two okay. discs. I think that's a pretty long game too. Uh, Pokemon Coliseum w- had a bonus disc. I've got <laughs> that bonus disc. I was gonna say. So did Rivet King. Uh, so did Rivet King. The, one of the the um there was the GameCube Twilight Princess. I want to say came with a bonus disc. That might be true. Uh, the the pre-release. I was gonna say Waker there's pre-release. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. I, I knew it was, was a Zelda game. One, one of them was Master Quest. Master Quest. Yeah. yeah. And the um, other one was like one, two. No, it, was, it was one. Well, that ma- one and that ma- that Master Quest bonus thing came with two discs. One of the ones that the oh, yeah, ships. Well, was, it was a, like a just a promo disc. Yeah. Of that right. Some other like, yeah. 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 I thought Pokemon Gale of Darkness XD also had a bonus disc. No, I don't think it. No, Coliseum. Coliseum had the Jirachi disc. It was Coliseum. Anyway. <laughs> bonus disc odd subset of um, GameCube games here that's right <laughs> moving, moving right along uh, if no one else has any other destiny. outside game thoughts we'll talk a little bit about that destiny update okay. I'm gonna so, black like, out a little bit details last time no probably. absolutely <laughs> not four more hours in fact, we're skipping all the <laughs> fuck stomp Gla- glaives are getting updated that's wow details do bad. not matter yeah. they're um, not gonna be good enough let's see I didn't realize that the Skip shield that. defense was like 98% right. It's TV. huge. We'll start a shield. Yeah. Again, I'm not even going to cite the specific numbers. The, the global thing I'll say about this, and anyone who disagrees can throw their hand up uh, and, and come at me. <laughs> I have a feeling I'm going to agree. I was, I was, I wish this was coming out tomorrow. Like yeah. I was, just yeah. so, I was yeah. generally so pleased with everything that it seems like is going on in here that I would just like, I wish we were playing the sandbox a week from now. Yeah. And obviously we've <laughs> right. got about a month left to go, but oh. Uh, yep. But it seems like a really cool, really solid update. Uh, mm. Starting with um, the rebuilding the way both flinch and in-air assist and, and in-air accuracy work. Again, I'm not going to go over the numbers on these specific things. Cause Please I don't. don't. Think I will literally pass out. The thing out. that I wish that they were doing with flinch, doing a rework of it, was like they had the opportunity to change how flinch worked so that it wasn't just a fucking up-down if you get shot from the front. Like, it should be totally random where your fucking cursor goes and it shouldn't return to the static position yeah it should be offset by 
more than what the aim assist cone is of the gun. Right. Yeah. So that you have to adjust it to get back on target. I think that's like I think that could work on maybe keyboard and mouse more than controller for at least for at least like resetting. Like I feel like you'd have to I feel like the game would feel really bizarre if, you're, if really your cursor shitty. did not settle back to its original state. It, it, like, it would suddenly be very bad. Yeah, like, like I think that would be... I'm okay ma- with that. I understand. <laughs> yeah, it's... Like that's to imagine that is like yeah that seems like a quality blowing. of life thing but like <laughs> especially I can't since imagine. like unlike mice sticks have a neutral position so I don't know how easy it would be like yeah. to really get that to work as well right because yeah at that point you're even like yeah if you're like trying to I don't know I I don't know how it would work on yeah, a controller uh, I'm also keyboard it, it theoretically works because you have as much <coughs> movement you can, as you yeah. have track space or whatever right. like, well and and I mean uh, so like. Part of the thing why, like, it returning to your neutral position is probably for the best is because, like, it would make it so that, like, playing defensive and having initiative would be, would guarantee you a kill most of the time because as soon as you would land a shot, you would almost always just get the kill and your opponent wouldn't be able to contest you with any reason because it would... uh, you know, every every bit of difference that would ha- they would have to do to adjust their aim to make up for flinch would be another, you know, point one second, point two second, which extends their TTK and makes it so that they can't kill you. Here's the problem. That's already how it is in Trials. Sure. I mean, yeah, mm-hmm. but it would exacerbate it. Well, my other thing, and again, I've, I've personally kind of felt this way for a while, but like... I think I think an elimination is a lost cause. Like, I, if I... I don't know what the... Modus operandi is for the the sandbox team at this point, vis-a-vis like the different modes that currently exist in PvP. But I would personally not even be designing like with trials in mind first and foremost because that's such a fucking mess. I think they have to though, because if it um, gets out of yeah, hand, people right. will complain and they lose well, it. But and, I'm saying, and I think like, a lot of the balance changes they make are are based around trials. Sure, I'm I'm saying specifically changes like these. Like I don't I don't think I would design any macro level engine changes like the stuff oh, with sure. Flinch and, and Airborne Assault with trials in mind at all. I think that you do that on the back end, which, like you said, is what they do do right. uh, with specific targeted changes. Mm-hmm. Like, that's absolutely where a lot of those are motivated. But, but when it comes to something like what Wade's describing of, like, changing the whole way that Flinch works specifically to tailor more to the modes where it's, like, a single encounter is the difference between, oh, like, a good experience and a bad experience. Like, I personally wouldn't design that degree of the engine around this mode that is more niche and I mean in even, my opinion, even if you just threw worse. out this mode whatever competitive mode that they wanted to like lean Gambit. into would <laughs> well <laughs> sure and, and <laughs> it, it would rely heavily on 1v1 like a duel scenario where if you are like if you win that duel you are in a significantly better position to win the round or the match or whatever one invader I mean, honestly, can change given, a match given it, like we have to remember what destiny is, and just terrible, and just take a step back and go, <laughs> you know, them focusing on a competitive thing as like something that they need to, to design around on a macro level, like Dustin said, is just it just doesn't. Make it, sense. It, if Destiny is going to stay, which I think it should, if Destiny is going to stay a game that has on paper equal and in practice much more highly tilted toward PVE. <laughs> Yeah. But like, if it is going to be a game where those two things exist in tandem and are expected to interact with each other, I don't think it should ever try to be as competitive as it can possibly be. Yeah, I mean, it, uh, like the they they've made it clear through design and what they've said that 
this game's not fucking esports. Yeah. And, it, you know, the competitive side of it is, you know, it, it's one of the more niche parts of the community and it should be handled as such. And, you know, they, it'd be better if the gameplay feels better for the majority of the players than, you know, has those little things that are going to make the difference for the Trials competitors. Yeah, and, like, the the evolution that I would like to see, and this is, like, who the fuck knows if they'll ever do any of this shit again, but um, like the evolution on that stuff I'd like to see is uh, I really, truly do wish they would do away with Elimination and, and give us a, something that is closer to what the comp playlist is now. Just, like, a... Like a differently paced three v three mode. Like even bring fucking what was the one with the bomb? No, <laughs> countdown. No. no, I mean countdown. No. was countdown just is elimination. elimination. Yeah, with a bomb. With a, it was an objective. Yeah, but like I do think if you kill someone, I, they just I think that's still back. better. Even though I don't really yeah. love that either, I think it's better yeah. than elimination. I mean, honestly, they should. They could I mean, do. It's kind of the zone. I think survival is pr- probably better than both yeah, of them. Right. And, um, uh, uh, like honestly, like if they if they did it more like the comp playlist used to be, where there was like you know you could get you could get three v three Slayer and three v three Control or whatever, mm-hmm. like and just vary it a little bit just to make it less just the same I th- I think like survival I th- right I, th- I think there's also room for like more survival adjacent things where there's like a mode that's more similar survival and that you either have a wider number of lives or you just are never team wiped that has some other objective like like it's a half king of the hill thing man I really like... want 6v6 countdown where it's not elimination <laughs> I think that would be <laughs> yeah, that sounds that sounds sick that sounds cool as hell those are like game modes that exist in like other in games like arena cod in modern and day the, and the Halo games. Yeah, I wonder who made those. Hmm. Those they should take a fucking lesson from those guys. guys yeah. Here's here's my trials <laughs> fix. Don't each, say just destroy. No, each week it's like Prestige Leviathan, and there are certain weapon types you have to have yeah, in those I, slots, I, and that is just what it is that I, week. I talked about I've that, seen that years ago a lot yeah. of times. But that, yeah, that, I think like, there should be a mode like that, but I don't think it should be. I trials. think it should be trials. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it should be trials. I say I, trials. It was prestige was that way, and that was the highest level content. There we go. And nobody, right, no one and did, it. did it. But that's <laughs> also because there were no rewards for doing it. For the yeah. most part. I mean, year one there were no rewards once you did some period. First time, really, so there were no rewards. Period. Mm-hmm. Yeah, from what I understand, people weren't good enough to do regular spires. So yeah, that's because spires bad. Enough to do regular spires. Oh, that's why they took it out. But back then it was. Almost functionally impossible. They deleted that Spire a for a reason. <laughs> but but also, if they reintroduced it, it would be very, be very easy, easy to solo it as a it's solo the first encounter as a hunter now. Yeah, I right. mean, you could do it. No, problem. you did it in the, back in the day. Yeah, I, I did. watched you do it. I did it like forty times to try and get that stupid emote, and I eventually got it. I yeah. never did. Really? Um, yeah, I never did. I'm glad they, they gave it away at some point. You had to complete Spire, yeah, though. right? You had to do it. I never Phil, did. Sorry, I'm, I'm glad Trials exists the way it does, and I wish Comp was a better play mode. And I put my change in Comp. Like. They, they put their flag down and said, in you know, it, a couple it, seasons, they're going to yeah, right. I, th- I think that Comp will get some kind Something. of refresh when I, they I take away that other thing. I what it used to be, because it was a, like my, one of my favorite play modes, you know? Even mm-hmm. though it was frustrating and super difficult. Yeah, that's got a lot of problems now. <laughs> other right, people yeah. have said before that I do think it needs to be like a ladder. Like, I think that yeah, I think that mode, that one playlist should actually be the one where you linearly climb... 
Yeah. Like, you get yeah. a number that gets bigger, and when your number is really high, it means you're really good. Because by having <laughs> skill-based matchmaking, which it does, ruined it, it already feels like that. Yeah. Yeah. At but all you just times. You don't get anything, and there's no, there's no number that you see. You don't right. know what your rank is. You just know that you sweat your ass off every time you go <laughs> yeah. in. Yeah, I mean, it, like, Comstock is, like, skill-based matchmaking, as important as it is for some game modes, it, comp being that, like, you, every season you start at zero... Like it should just be right. literally it's such an easy it, thing to it put. Should, it should match based on on valor yeah. and not on. See, here's here's my thing with survival. Uh, they should scrap the glory system and make it like how Halo Two had it, where like it was a linear climb over the course of yeah. you know however long, and like it actually reflected fairly accurately that like you a you played a. Fucked right, and you got to and level be, 50 or whatever. Right, you were actually really, really fucking good, good because mm-hmm. you could, you know, lose rank by uh, losing matches. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Comp does that already, and like, uh, and, and like, you know, if you lose less than you get from wins, right? It's that's fine. I, I think and it's just that it was very poorly designed, streets. and uh, they they fixed it eventually. Yeah, that's yeah, true. Um, <laughs> yeah. But I'd love to see like uh, uh, sort of seasonal rewards for getting that's, that's up to a certain hole. threshold. Like, so there's yeah. nothing in comp, not like, a single literally, thing. Literally, give give comp ornaments. Yeah, like but there's, so, there's a lot of options of you know pushing people into the playlist. They just mm-hmm. haven't done them. Yet. Comp yeah, memento. Or, there or you like, go. Or or get or give a banner that is yeah. literally prestige for right. each season, oh, mm-hmm. or to, or, or emotes, or right. There's, there's like a ton of things they could do. It's sure. just they haven't prioritized well, it. But all that Crucible said, who? there's a lot. The indications from this update, combined with the, the other thing that Phil said, where they I forget which season they drew the line in the sand and where you can't like get unbroken anymore. Now? You're at three seasons from now. Yeah, yeah. you have to start now. Yeah, Th- those two things put together, I think, are. Give me some enthusiasm. Yeah, they're going to do something. For, the, for them putting more eyes on PvP, finally. Because pretty much everything in the flinched and airborne accuracy, like, this is all, like, yeah, almost 100%, 100% I mean, PvP-focused. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. like it is not, like, you're not going to, your experience, you know, fighting random cabal or whatever the fuck is not going to demonstrably change. Hell, like, three, these systems. Three seasons from now will be about when they have not only finished doling out the subclass 3.0s, but yeah, also they'll, they'll have a season to balance the Classes, remaining crap yeah. stack that they've got. I bet that's not a coincidence. Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, for sure. And, I mean, it's smart. Yeah. yeah. Hey, so, like, my biggest... My, I wouldn't say my biggest. My only qualm with the um, there's always another qualm with the uh, the airborne accuracy changes is the fact that they make it so that it could be, uh, it can still be as effective as like Icarus. Like I'm mostly okay with it if you have to really invest. Like, in it. yeah, we'll see, ultimately when we see how much it's gonna take to invest into it, right. that'll be that'll help gauge it better. Because if it's like you're literally that's your build as you're building in area accuracy, then I guess that's fine because you're losing a lot of other benefits. You're, based on you're doing fucking it. putting on your wings of sacred dawn, and you're going out there, and everyone knows exactly who you are. Yeah, and people know this guy. The only thing he has going for him is he is shooting he's out of the air. He's gonna jump in the air real high. And he's going to be looking down a sniper. Yep. It, and I'm going to shove that sniper yeah, up it, his butt. Because <laughs> it, it'll be different than seeing a guy with Wings of Sacred Dawn on who also has like a bunch of other random benefits going for him and all that shit. Did it's they just, call out what slot that those mods are going into? I don't think they, they mentioned they any of that at all. They didn't even say that they were yeah, mods. Right. Yeah, right. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I am with you. I think I kind of assume that there will be 
like you know, I an eight, I mean, they, an air, airborne they said accuracy it's a mod that you could stat, sock on your armor. So like, why would you? Mm, so be a lot of things. But maybe not. Mods. Maybe not. Right? Because mm. that's so like the target acquisition mod also uses a hidden stat. Right. So. Yeah. Yeah, balance. But that's on like I, I a weapon, not like on a gear. Could be. Right. That's true. I appreciated them mentioning that they, that eventually that 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 airborne accuracy, target acquisition, and um, they'll be on the, the, all the hidden yeah, yeah, stats coming the into the game at some point, which I think is the right move. Definitely. I, I, it's I, well, wild I that, to me that it took this long. Right. Yeah. Well, I understand the impulse to not do it originally, and I still wouldn't put them on the like base. Like hover over. Yeah, I wouldn't like, expose them there. Like detail, but right. Button. I can, I think yeah. when you like look at an individual weapon, like just that screen where you're just staring at that one thing, mm-hmm. I think it's perfectly reasonable to put that information yeah. on that my, screen. My one hope is that when they do that and they put recoil direction in there, if you no. hover over recoil direction, it'll mm-hmm. give you a small tutorial that's like <laughs> no, well, no. they don't it'll even need to do. They don't even need to do that. They just need to copy the thing that they do on Gunsmith, the, where the, it shows the wedge. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, or and like when you when you mouse over it, it gives you a tooltip. That says well, that's off. what I was thinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I, I think they might. I I, I wouldn't. Uh, I because it is incredibly. I wouldn't. Stupid. Uh, I wouldn't ship that stat in po- uh, in game without that visual indicator of yeah, how no, it no, works. I'm it, should have both. it makes more yeah, sense. Yeah. Well, they, there's no way they're not going to put the number. Yeah. It, but, I'm saying well, don't get your I mean, hopes up. The number means nothing. I, I mean, like it should it should have higher is better on average. Sure. Why not? It should have the wedge, but then it like it should also have a tooltip if you mouse over it. Sure. That, like, if it's you just the, the middle finger. Just yeah. to say, you know, this, a brief explanation. This is a graph. But, <laughs> yeah. but Here's your recoil funny, wedge. Like, you know, bringing up, adding, adding more, more shit to weapons and everything. The hidden stats mm-hmm. that that brings up to me my favorite new topic. Fix the fucking menus, Bungie. <laughs> well, yeah, we'll see. Never. A lot of that stuff, Maybe I still next bet. Expansion. Like I said, I, I still don't Destiny think it's three. I don't think it's the right move to put that yeah. stuff in the regular item hover over. And I understand why they want would want have wanted those to be consistent in the past. And I especially understand why for when this game shipped under Activision, like they would want less numbers in the game <laughs> as approachable as possible. Right? Yeah, they just would want less of that stuff exposed across the board. Um, but all that said, this isn't quite that game anymore. Yeah, it's changed a lot. Nope. Yeah. But, but also, I, I don't think you need to make the UI any busier on just like the weapon selection sure. screen. Yeah. Like, I think that's a mm-hmm. mistake. So uh, information <laughs> should exist if you dig for it. Right. Yeah. I think that should be available somewhere, but maybe not in the game. Mm-hmm. I, you should I, be able to know what the stats do. Overall, the like stats? they just, I think they just need to, they need to like clean up a lot of the shit that's hanging around because there's like so many fucking mods and like weird slots and stuff like that and they just need to just, they need to trim the fat the mod system we, is garbage and they, yeah, so they need to enhance the or they need to improve the performance of menus well, there hasn't a bit been, more uh, there hasn't been an armor based change in a very long time and not since like shadow keep i think it's when armor 2.0 that, that timeline combined with the fact that uh the seasonal activity and stuff. So, but come out of the fact that some of the stuff this season has been so generous with giving away high state armor mm. makes people think that, <laughs> that they're about to that pull the right out. Exactly. That we're, that, that, that's, that's what I said. That we're really Practical about to get plastic spent with a significant armor change that, I wouldn't surprise that the implications me. of that will be we want you to go grind to all new Right, because I bet that they're seeing on their statistics that people aren't grinding for armor as much anymore just because they have it, it all lowered all the numbers plan to sunset so, this know, armor failed spectacularly right that's the destiny mm-hmm. treadmill you know, like, is what it is. i mean honestly if they if they did it where like armor crafting was a thing that might be it's not all of them. hey but here's here's the thing like one umbrage i have with destiny crafting at this point is 
in Pokemon oh, no. Legend of Arceus, you can craft on the go. Can't you, do that. You gotta Destiny. go to the enclave. I mean, oh, you gotta unequip. So infrequently that yeah. that wouldn't right. I don't. I don't. I don't I mean, so I mean that more in that like if you make more things like available and craftable, <laughs> then you know making it a mobile thing where you can do it on the fly. Currently, it's set up the way it is so that you had to buy the expansion. Honestly, like ninety yeah. percent of the time, I just don't feel like anything in Destiny matters. Well, that's part of it. It, it like a lot 90, of most 90, of Destiny's of Destiny available things you can do are right. They're only for like the bleeding edge top percent mid maxers. Mm-hmm. Like if you're just doing base raids or whatever, you can do it with whatever you pick up and do nothing extra. Oh, and again, I think that's I in and my that's opinion, by design. right? In my opinion, that's a strength, not a weakness. Yeah, I think every yeah. single person who's like all the depth, all the enhanced perks are garbage because they don't do enough. I think all those people are stupid fucking idiots. I agree. <laughs> yeah. I'd, like, like, I, I agree that they should all do something, but they don't necessarily they, need to do more than I, they I do. I think where they're at, for the most part, is fine. Right. There might be one or two that are not good enough. Yeah, it'd be, it would be nice if they said in game what they did. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, it's the do. big thing of like making enhanced perks too strong. Just that's, like, a, that's a big totally can of worms. Kills yeah. The base yeah, don't do that. There are and, a couple of them. And Rampage the, and Swashbuckler are both way too good. And, and it's Surrounded. like um, <laughs> it's like uh, like I think it was Fallout's video. Like it, the one point that he made because like it wasn't the the best video with information, but no. the point that he made that really made the most sense was if you use this weapon and you use this perk, it's worthwhile to have the enhanced version because it may not always make a difference. But there's it's always gonna a make chance it that it could. Mm-hmm. So have it on there just in case well, it can make sure. Difference. That's the right approach for these things. Yeah, a hundred percent. Like I said, I think that's the that's where Bungie has tuned them, and I think that's the right w- amount right. to tune them to. Right. Like I think that's the right target to try to hit. I, d- I don't. The same thing. I don't understand how a player could think like, oh, I fired the gun again, but now it's enhanced and it doesn't feel different right. immediately and obviously <laughs> and that's a problem like I don't mm-hmm. understand that mentality at all because it's it's a very end game thing that you only do if you've done everything else and you have nothing better to do than make your weapon 5% better mm-hmm. if that, that did but right. still yeah, 5% yeah. probably not even that much yeah if you make your weapon well, 2 enhanced or 3% per might give you like, 5% yeah it's like if it's 2 Depends or 3% better then you're going to see a 2 or 3% improvement mm-hmm. Two or three percent of the time, which is not going to happen. And yeah. and and it's Once like in, PV, in PvP, like it's the flex. It's, it's about the flex. Yeah, it, it's like something to grind. Yeah, yeah and even... and you know, like every once in a while, you'll go. This wouldn't work with the normal yeah. perk or without this. You know, it, it's just like the difference between a gun that has opening shot and a gun that doesn't. You're like, as soon as you as soon as you get that shot where that opening shot yanks that bullet into that guy's head, and you're like, shit. Well, I suspect that most of those people, like, well, to start with, I, I would assume that they are a very small minority of the Destiny community in general. Because yeah. At that point, I'm guessing almost all people who are coming at the game from that point are, they're not very analytical about Destiny. Mm-hmm. They're probably yeah. not very analytical about games as a whole. That's, yeah. They Just play a, they play an exponentially higher amount of Destiny than most people who will ever yep. play Destiny. <laughs> right. So the only two things that they want out of Destiny, putting like you know dozens of hours into it or a week. Are that like I can put a bunch of time in, and that Get number better. go ha- up or whatever right, to right. to whatever degree it can because they're not really concerned with like any mm-hmm. any mm-hmm. semblance of balance in theory only in practice. So like they'll they'll say that they want that until they get it, 
and then there'll be the same people who are will be like, I can't believe X Gun right. is this it's way. Why strong. is it so good? Even yeah. though every other thing I say is, I just want you to crank the knob up on everything. Uh-huh. Just like you can't have both of those. Only things. the things I weird use. idiots. Exactly. <laughs> Nerf the other weapon. Right. Stompies does not need a nerf. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah, total I bullshit. I don't see anyone. How can you that. change Stompies and not change the Warlock grasps? That you see a lot. <laughs> uh, um, not only that, the Warlock grasps got a buff. Yeah, technically. Yeah. It, mm-hmm. it, it's, and, you know, for those Barely. guys, like, I, I give them the, I give them the perspective of, Things that just do things and don't require anything are kind of neutral. Game exotics are stupid. Yeah, yes. they're too good. And they need yeah. to Even not be that way. Beyond that, Stompies has been such a huge percentage of all hunters mm-hmm. loadout out for so long that it's first of all super boring. It's really frustrating to play against on console, especially if you're right. not that good, because mm-hmm. those guys just jump a hundred feet above you and kill you, and you can't do anything. Right. Yeah. you can't Whereas, move your co- your reticle fast enough. Right. right. Whereas something like Ophidian is a passive buff that's always helping them, but you're not like oh, I it died to an Ophidian engagements. user and it was frustrating. Right. Like, yeah. That's not and right. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. But the numbers are the same. So nerf them both. Sure. <laughs> exactly. yeah, I, I bet it does get changed. I'm sure it will. Sure, the change. other thing about Ophidian is they... Do you, I don't actually know 100% if this is true, but do you know if Ophidian overclocks... Like, is it a multiplier or is it, like, additive to, like, your reload and stuff? Can you... I mean, it, just, it just caps. adds number. So you can't achieve, like, better than 100 Correct. handling yeah. with Ophidian or better than 100 Correct. reload? Because it's, it's not, uh, like... Um, okay. a modifier to your ADS gotcha. speed or something. Because that is also a fundamental difference with Stompies, it's, it's is they actually like, make your movement right. outside of the scope Better of like maximizing your stats. Yeah, right? yeah. And, oh. and it's... it's So it, Stompies was kind of the same problem as um, Icarus Dash, cause, or the Titan uh, Stasis Slide, mm-hmm. is they let you move in a weird way that is, so, at, uh, on console... Often hard or impossible to track a lot of the time. We we've played a ton of trials, and like every time we go in, we call out, "All right, this guy's wearing stompies." Have we ever called out if somebody's wearing Ophidians? <laughs> no, because you don't. It might have been meant it doesn't matter. passing yeah. reference, like just, "Oh yeah, he's wearing this or whatever." Right, right. Like yeah, but but when you when you know that you have three stompies right. on the other like side, you have to adjust like, to it. I am going to backpedal a little yeah. bit harder, and I'm mm-hmm. going to be mm-hmm. willing to hip fire into the sky. Mm-hmm. More and again, often. That, that's active on every use, like every jump, every slide, all, all your sprinting. Right. There is no cooldown for any of it. Yeah, at any point. Right. <laughs> yeah, that makes total sense. And yeah. and talking to, again, like to loop us all the way back to like general design philosophy stuff. The the coolest thing about the flinch and the airborne accuracy changes especially getting them in a non-expansion release yeah, right. yeah. is that they're big like engine level changes somebody put a lot of work in this that do that do encourage like that that make the build crafting more complicated that you right. have to make more yeah. decisions now and, and i think for the most part it balances things in a better way because mm-hmm. like one of the things that i'd always said we do need is literally a thing they did which is make resilience increase your unflinching yeah, yeah. absolutely yeah. That was resilience so good. is not a stat that is desirable generally it sounded like it just, just wasn't going to affect it much it's not very much but, but it's still but something it's doing something astonished it's something right. yeah <laughs> i mean uh-huh. So resilience gives you more health, some resistance, and you get your barricades that give you overshields quicker. Right, if you're a titan, that's a great stat. It, the other classes, like, eh. I, mean, I think like, it's a lot more competitive on warlock. Yeah, they're on warlock, they are. So there's an mm-hmm. argument. Yeah, made. after the change, wow. it's like that's like stat <laughs> that's number one it. for titans. <laughs> it's really good. One or two. It, it was stat number one after void three. Yeah, that's yeah. also yeah. probably true. And who knows what the um. 
I'm sure there will be at least one thing that is barricade related in the different like yeah. each other right. site and spec as they get updated too. Happening. So right, I don't I don't expect I don't expect and good thing tied to a barricade to be oh. just tied to the void spec. Uh, yeah. this, this is stupid, but what I really want out of Arc 3.0 is when you put up your barricade, it shoots out lightning grenade once or twice. <laughs> oh, that'd be so just, sick. That'd be awesome. Just like Kepri's horn, right? Mm-hmm. Just, but, right. A, but a but fragment. Like a fragment. So, so if you put them both on, you shoot fire and lightning. Yes. Yay. Obviously. <laughs> The other thing about all the weapon changes they've done is that it also has condensed the resilience levels such that like six or seven resilience yes. will allow you to survive a lot more. Yeah, stuff. I, I, I want to see more of that. That is so, such an excellent point. So, so resilience will be more desirable D- even outside of Dustin, was it you who said that you wanted resilience to be like upwards of 50 HP? <laughs> yeah, right. I think that My pitch in one of those chats we had a while back was that, yeah, that resilience would be more weighted like recovery where uh-huh. it's like one or, one or two for the first half and like five or ten by the time you get to like the much awesome. much higher tiers. I would yeah. yeah. So for and we gotta we gotta bear in mind that in that in the TWAB, Bungie said that they were looking at reducing the number of one eight kills in right. PvP. Yeah. And specifically, and that's honestly such a it's gonna be a big difference maker well, in it feeling like an enjoyable experience. Yeah, absolutely. We'll see how it plays out. Especially sure. because it's like... I, I have worries. The ones that they're I mean, knocking out... Well, so I think we, we already got that, though, because the ones they're knocking out are basically all the augmented ones. The, like the all cheese. the edge cases, right. right. Where, where, you can, yeah, where you can just cast a passive ability to take a thing that wouldn't one-shot and make it one-shot. Right. Like, that's the stuff like that they've stuffed. That's the stuff that they've stuffed took now. that out. Right. And um, they nerfed almost every way in the game that you can one-shot people <clears> between that and special ammo changes and specific special weapon type changes. Yeah. All of those right. work to and, reduce the number of And like Phil said, the balance they've done on damage output from weapons in general versus resilience is exact it's is exactly what I proposed, not to the same degree, but it's still a right. move in the right direction. Because like I said, my pitch because we were talking about precision hand cannons again at that point, and my pitch for precision hand cannons was to keep them exactly the way that they are and retune the resilience stats such that if you're maxed out on resilience, you will get yeah. four-tapped by a 140, yeah. but still That's get so four-tapped cool. by a precision. So, like, your TTK that, yeah. never goes down with a precision hand cannon. It just starts lower. Right. Uh, yeah. But the other yeah. ones can be spec'd out of if you're willing to go all in on health. That, that would have been sick. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't think that'll happen. No, I don't think so either. But, but it would have been sick. But again, yeah. like you said, the... the, the we got a little of the lesser it. right, a lesser version of that is the inspiration behind a lot of the number changes they're just making, which is awesome. That would have been the biggest impulse. nerf to hunters in the game if you make resilience <laughs> a mandatory stat. <laughs> yeah, right. See, I want all I'll of them to that. feel right, mandatory. Right. Yeah, it's, it's, it's man- you should it's, have it's, to it's, hate that you give up. It's mandatory in that, like, yeah. right, either you can recover as fast as possible, Strafe move as around fast as fast as possible. as possible, or just be tankier. Pick, yeah. choose. Yeah, I choose the two that matter. I think I still think it's a huge mistake. To tie the class abilities to a specific stat. I think yeah. it wouldn't have been a problem if the class abilities were balanced. <laughs> yeah. right. Yeah. Uh, right. Well, the class abilities and the stats, it's and both. The stats. Like, right, they, exactly. They, so, neither uh, the stats you against have each a barricade right. and yeah. you need resilience. Like. Way, back, way back in the day, neither the stats themselves or the abilities they were tied to were particularly well balanced. Right. They were clo- right. slowly but surely converging. Them, right, converging them a bit, which is really, really good. Right. <laughs> As much as I love the idea of resilience, you know, beefing up your HP 50 or whatever, uh, it's it's it comes with the same risk that I think we're already approaching with the, the nerfs to specials and all that, which is just year one Destiny 2 was shit. And that is partially because the entire meta was team shooting. 
There's team shooting with high TTKs. Sure, like, right? yeah, but I don't yeah. think that's too different. It like you know. are incentivized to be near other players at all mm-hmm. times, so that if someone rounds a corner, you can kill like, them instantly without using. Like in, in high tier trials, that could play out, but like in six v six, people aren't good enough to you know strafe well, in and out within and the TTK that they're facing. The, you could absolutely do that. You're wanting the other difference is everything is so much faster now. Not, yeah, not right. just people the TTKs, and abilities and everything. But yeah, there's your ability up time and your number of build options and literally how fast you move and like, like yeah and it'll still be, it'll be really interesting to see how the special stuff right plays there's out. still I, a, I do agree that there's you could be concerned about it but yeah, it's, it's not something that they're optimistic. married to either they can yeah me, me too well again we'll see how it plays out it has to launch before out. we can really know for mm-hmm. sure but um but right. yeah like phil said your your mobility options are so good generally across the board at this point like i said i'm i'm still actually really glad they nerfed stompies in the way that they did yeah, because the it thing does, you said about because, it before is 100% right, right, because it doesn't impede your ability to get around with stompies. It right. just literally exclusively impedes your ability to push people's shit in from the air. Right. Like, to yeah, just totally yeah. annihilate people just by jumping on top of them. Like, right. So oh. you can use it as an escape option in order to traverse the map. But yeah, right, exactly. Not. You can use them to get to, get into position more quickly or get out of position more quickly. Right. But not to get into position more quickly and just to overwhelm Be someone. Right. To- and it, like oh. you said, it also doesn't impact people's muscle memory, which I think is important mm-hmm. for it, the community. It's yeah. kind of funny because, like, it, you know, with that change... I still don't think it's gonna really be that big of a problem. For, I think it'll like, be most players are still gonna use Stompy. I think it'll be like what we've seen in way. every competitive scene ever, where something changes as the people just stop using it. Yeah, Whether I kind of think not. it'll finally. It, it might work its way I, back over time, I, or it I might bet, not. Right to your point, I bet good players could still use it and have a lot of success. Mm-hmm. But I think mm-hmm. low and mid tier players are gonna back off of it so, without. Oh, Stompy's got nerfed. They won't even try it. Right. right. Yeah. Time for something else. Yeah, it'll it'll. They'll see cool something... guy post a video with a catchy screen grab that says Stompy's got completely dumpstered, right. and right. then they won't watch it and I they'll mean, delete it. Yeah, Stompy's yeah. unused tier Laurel or uh, renewal grass build that still exists. Yeah, because <laughs> it, it, I definitely think like. The upper mid tier and the top players will will be like, this is still good and it's still fine and usable, right. mm-hmm. and they'll still use it, especially since you know shotguns kind of have wiggle room with the size of the fucking uh, like shot area. Granted, mm-hmm. it it'll have less consistency with when it kills, but it it'll be plenty easy to jump over someone shotgun melee and they're dead. Yeah. So. Like I, I don't think stompies are as dead as people are. All, making all that inner be. stuff, like it's hard to say just based on right. oh negative fifty or plus thirty or whatever. How much that actually right. impacts we don't, I don't numbers? Negative fifty yeah. is supposed to imply fifty percent. Right, less. there's an implication for oh this is bad, but but until you actually get your hands on it, like it's hard to say how good or bad it yeah, is. Yeah, I mean, like it is is negative fifty going to be in air accuracy with a well, they did and without there's, there's, a, there's put up, a breakdown. They put up the range. Yeah, they put up the the stat ranges and how they work. Negative fifty basically means to get. To what you would feel with Icarus now, you would need like a, a bazillion right, other like stats, like a hundred something. <laughs> yeah, like it's functionally impossible to feel as good in the air with Stompies. Well, no matter what so, you do. So, like, kind of, I guess what I'm saying is, is negative fifty if you have a hundred, uh, if you have a hundred to offset it, so you have fifty mm. uh, in air accuracy points or whatever they're called. Is that going to be closer to a weapon without Icarus? I or can t- I can that information's in there. Yeah. I don't know off the top of my head. 31 to 50, a character will have around the same inner accuracy as 
Icarus equipped weapons do, but noticeably less aim assist. So that would be if you had a hundred extra equipped with your stoppies. Okay. You it would 50. still feel worse. Which might not even be possible. Which might not even yeah. be possible. Yeah, and you know what? Honestly, that's fine. Yeah. And 50 to, 51 to 70 is even described as better aim, better accuracy, but still less aim assist. So your bullets right. will deviate less, but they will also be not as magnetic. Right. And yeah. then only at 100... Do your bullets not deviate <laughs> and maintain yeah. uh, maintain magnetism? So, basically, so <laughs> that description there did not answer my question, and uh, it's fine. Okay, <laughs> I mean, if I understand your question correctly, it was what what number would it take to feel the same as now? Essentially, yeah, with or without with without stompies, we'll say with or without or, Icarus on a weapon currently. With Icarus, okay. it would have been a hundred stats, right. and stompies. So then, uh, what would z- would zero be without? No, it'd still be like 30 or 40 or something, I think. What, what I mean, I'm assuming all guns have some amount of inner accuracy right now. Yep. Yeah. Uh, right now, they don't. Well, it's a flat. Yeah, it's just or every whatever. gun is the but same. Next season, they, they, they sort will. of do, because like, sidearms have higher well, inner accuracy right. than stuff blooms more than others. Yeah. Yeah, that's... It's not even a stat, it, though. It's no, like it's not a, a stat. No, it's like yeah, part yeah. of the weapon right. archetype. We'll see. But we'll, yeah. see we'll see how it plays yeah, out in practice. You're, you're going to have to invest yeah. a lot into yeah. it to feel as good as but, it is now. But like, right. like Phil said, every single the way the, system, the way this text describes it, describe it. I, I would expect every single tier of this to actually feel worse than Icarus today, except, except 100. The, the last yeah. <laughs> so, like, I guess oh. my question it was really, what what tiers of those would feel better than without? Yeah, well, we'll see. Yeah, we'll and to, it, like, there's it, no way to know without and that's the, Like, I wish they had given some information like, on that. I'm assuming it's probably that 50 plus. If I had a guess based on that knowledge alone, I think it's the 50 plus is where it feels like because again, better it is technically and technically none of these are exactly the same as the state we have right, the game right, in today. Right, right. Because there's, there's, not there's, no a, there's not a perfect yeah. one. To, the numbers and yeah, like there's not a perfect yeah. one to one comparison to what we have to today. Right. You've got, That's how drastically the system is so, changing. Is that yeah. there's there's not a exact one to one matching? Because yeah. I mean, basically, I was asking that question because currently it's you know if you're halfway decent out of the air, you can. Get a, a three tab with Ace, right? And that doesn't have Icarus. You can't put Icarus on that. So, like, even with Stompies, you'll be able to use a hand cannon out of the air, and it should be fine with, you know, only if you have pinpoint accuracy. Because, right. like, bullet magnetism is a huge part of why people are able to shoot from yeah. the air. Well, yeah, and right. it's going to be totally and, and dumpster. Like, like I said, it'll feel know, totally different. Too. If you yeah. imagine in your mind's eye how it feels to try to put lead down rage on hunters as they're dodging. That's it's going to yeah, be similar yeah, to that right. when you have or, when you have nuked aim assist in airborne while shooting or, airborne or shooting an axion bolt before this right attack. right anything that exists in the game currently that yeah, doesn't if, have aim if, assist already if you don't have aim assist it's almost impossible to hit things right like uh, so like I said I'm, I'm really excited right to try it out in practice but I would expect right. I would expect this any of these tiers yeah, yeah I would expect any of these tiers like I said other than the last one which gives you full aim assist back to be somewhat trying to use. Depending on how low it is, right? Right. Uh, Don't expect many people or many builds to be able to hit that. Yeah, the, the which thing is, is good. You can get the, that stat stat from using like heat rises. Right. 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 It, it comes from exotic or... armor. It comes from abilities. Right. All the weapons, weapons have, have a source of it. Right. Yeah. Although yeah. none of the weapons are above like twenty five or whatever. Except for you, except for precision hand cannons, which get they get a flat buff now instead okay. of the thing they right. do today. They get 25 on top of whatever their number is. I believe. Okay. So they'll be at like 40 or whatever. Yeah, 40 to, 40 to 50-ish. And then if you have like heat rises, you're at high 70. High 30s, low 40s. And then if you yeah. have Ophidian, you're at 80. And then if you put Icarus on it, you're at 100. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
There you go. And all the, all the exotics. Just as simple. Oh, okay. just as all the exotics have that. custom tuning too. Right. They have their own numbers that don't necessarily Generally correspond. Generally higher, but not always. Yeah. yeah. Like chaperone, which is a one. Not <laughs> 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 a zero. A one. <laughs> there was another one that was a one too. Like it was ace. Eight, was it ace? It was ace's ace ace low. low. I don't know if it was one low. I'll I think it was like ten. Right. Suck at chaperone. Maybe five. But yeah, I think those are all really good changes. I'm really excited to try that stuff out in practice. Every sniper should be negative some amount. (laughs) (laughs) Well, snipers only go up to five, I think. So they are very tamped down. basically as close to zero. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, hand cannons max out at 25. Sidearms at 30. Hell yeah. Sidearms. Shotguns shotguns and sniper rifles are zero to five. (laughs) I can barely aim. So so are breech-loaded grenade launchers. I'm really glad shotguns are low. Yeah. Yeah. Same. Yeah, it, it, it makes it so that it's a lot harder to get a mm-hmm. one-hit kill. Like, it, jumping I mean, over people. It was kind of, it was what I was saying. Like, you know, you'll jump and you'll shoot them and you'll pepper them and get them hopefully down half. You can melee them. Yeah. Right. If the melees work, maybe that's if why the they're not fixing work. them. Oh, they can't fix them. Ha ha. Ace is 14, Net right in the middle. <laughs> Skyburner's <laughs> Oath, 35. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Skyburner's Meadow. <laughs> <laughs> Doing a lot of changes to that weapon, and I'm pretty sure those are going to be worthless. Yeah, well, it'll be fun for a minute. Skybird is a weird weapon. It's a meme. It, it's a meme. It is a meme. It'll continue to be a meme. Probably. Um, and then, like you guys said, in addition to the system-wide changes in particular, all these changes to the armor I think are really cool. I'm not going to rattle off all the armor pieces or the numbers, but stuff like like Faux Trainers here, Mechanist Tricks Leaves. Obviously, Stompies is getting the opposite end. It's getting nerfed <laughs> instead of buffed. Right. Um, pretty much everything that... that uh, either affects raw weapons or in most cases if it's like a somewhat neutral game. Like, I Have Another right. World gives plus 15. And, and I noticed they went out of their way to add more to worse exotics mm. for the most. Right. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, good for them. Yeah. Wings, Wings gets plus 50. That's yeah, good. That thing doesn't so get much crazy. play these days. Yeah. Like, that alone is insane. Mm-hmm. Speaking of Foe Tracer, I don't know how I didn't know this, but if you have Foe Tracer on and you have Thorn, you can one-head two-body people. That's neat. <laughs> because the poison will do just a little bit more damage. <laughs> Foe Tracer is like a 6% damage buff or something, yeah. which almost never matters. <laughs> it's, it's like a 30% damage buff, but only at 1% health left for the enemies. Okay. And it like scales down until they're at half health. And it's just incredibly weird and convoluted. Or not half health, I think it's even 80 or 20% left. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll be really interested to see. And again, we're getting another. Um, the other thing to excited about next season is that we're getting another light class sub-class. upgrade. Yeah. Right, that's mm-hmm. going right. to be real cool. It's going to be dungeon. solar. Yeah. Is it solar? Did they confirm? I believe it? that I, is they true. They didn't confirm it, the... but there are like four or five really telling okay. things. Yeah. Like one of I their kn- examples. I remember there had been some hints here and there, but yeah, I couldn't remember what it was. One of the examples in this twab was that they gave tempered metal, which is mm-hmm. a solar buff, to a hunter, and hunters do not get that right. Buff. Yeah. So right. Yeah. 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 You'd think. And Blade Barrage really needs the help. So mm-hmm. <laughs> that's true. There's, there's a lot of solar classes that are kind of mm-hmm. dumpy. Did you know that there's three trees of Solar Titan? <laughs> uh, I wasn't um, sure. Yeah, and the last two tiny things which you touched on a little bit, but I'll call them out right here before we close this out, is that uh, they're nerfing special ammo again in PvP, which good I think ch- is the right change. right choice. See, see where that goes. Yeah, again, I would love to see what their internal rate, what Bungie's internal ratio is for mm-hmm. targeting, like how much uptime they want on specials. But like I said, right. for for my mine personally, it's I would say it's between like forty and sixty percent of kills. Yeah. Like I definitely don't think it should be higher than sixty More on than average. 60 right like now. I wonder what it's at. I right don't, now. Yeah, I don't know where it is. It seems like the sweatier the game is, the more there's going to be special mm-hmm. kills right. usually. Mm-hmm. Like, 
I mean, it, uh, it probably is drastically different between quick play and yeah, trials. And usually we're only going to be seeing numbers for out of trials. So, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, like if you really wanted to dig, you could probably yeah. find the information. Yeah, for those numbers exist. Quick play. Yeah. Quick play. yeah. And more than anything, like I said, I just want people who are like, if you're going ape shit and you're fucking people up, I want to run out of, I want you to run out of special ammo sometimes. <laughs> right. I that want you to, to run out of gas occasionally and have to kill people with your primary to build some backup. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. The one thing I'd, that I'd like for them to do, and I know it's like either impossible or very difficult, I want them to spe- like individually tune how ammo works for weapons that are not intended to, or, I, or not able to kill in one hit. I think they said easily. that they were doing that. I will they, see. I, I don't expect this update to ship that way, but right. I guess it's possible. The thing is, they for trace rifles, they increase the amount they get because of that. Yeah. And the reason that they didn't for Forerunner is it already gets enough ammo to kill one person. I'm thinking more like rapid-fire shotguns. There's no way yeah, anyone will run those over like a shotgun gonna... that can one-hit kill. Right, that stuff's going to take Or that's another thing where, yeah. like, again, when you consider the totality of the sandbox in general, if they just decide that those are more never pvp choices and more pve choices they can just buff them on that side of the game and just call it a day right like if they don't want to worry about yeah i mean because like to wade's point they if they could you know get like incrementally down and just say all right rapid fires get two shots but also like a rapid fire shotgun if you get the drop on someone you can still one hit kill Mm -hmm. them right you know so that four meters or whatever yeah Get in there. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody's using rapid fire shotguns now. So. Yeah. Right. That's, that's, that's true. true. I'm um, just going to live with oh, it. Oh, one, one other observation, because we had exchanged some messages, text messages about this as this was rolling out. This was the the other thing that I thought to myself. You didn't read that like I, half of those because I was at That work, I would love to see like what Bungie's target rate is. Because a lot of these other changes, right, are a combination of just like vibe plus stats yeah. like it's it's how does the, the community 50, feel 50. how does yeah. the community feel about a thing and how yeah. how much do the numbers reflect that, reflect that in, in yeah. practice right. i would love to know what their what bungie's internal target rate of sniper rifle usage is yeah because yeah, the reason right. that i don't think snipers uh, got nerfed like that snipers are basically like neutral with snapshot and mm-hmm. better over otherwise the only explanation I could come up with for that is that they definitely want sniper usage to be higher than it is right now. Yeah, sure it's pretty low. It is very um, low. And it's it is very low, right? Like, that's the thing, like... You, that's one, you I can't don't just think, nerf these things I, that snipers, no using. I think snipers are the opposite of shotguns that, like... Uh-huh. Unless you make them, like, linear fusion, like, pre-nerf targeting amount of, like, aim assist, <laughs> I don't think don't. you will ever have a majority sniper sandbox no, there. No, yeah, players exactly. just won't pick them up to that degree in the same way that, that players will always use shotguns more than everything else. Right. Yeah. Shotguns have the highest use of use. Snipers have the lowest. Right. Um, so, I mean, part of it, it, I'm sure, is also their map design philosophy. All the yeah. arenas are really small yeah. and, mm-hmm. well, not all of them, most. Most of them. And, and right. there, there are less good lanes to snipe on than mm-hmm. in most maps in most games. Less yeah. you eternity. Yeah, and then... Uh, <laughs> Um, and like, and like you said, you know, there, there is, uh, a floor to them that's a bit high and yeah. shotguns have effectively it's, it's, no floor. It's higher than a lot of players I mean, are willing to put up, but especially, especially people who play like Ooh. almost PVE exclusively. Cause even a lot of those players won't even ever use them in PVE, mm-hmm. even though those yeah, situations right. are not that like you can snipe in PVE if you practice a tiny bit. Right. Yeah. Um, but like even there, there's a lot of people who play Destiny who just won't use them because yeah. they just want to, they play the game to not that degree. They don't want to fuck right. with that shit and that's fine. And, like, and, and I mean, also like, you know, coming into the, sorry, 
Uh, coming into the next uh, into this patch, the reduced ammo that you're going to get with snipers is going to be even harder to get because yeah. you're going to have less bricks that you're going to be able to pick up. Good. You're only getting one shot per brick. There's going to be less sniping in general. Good. But also, it, would, it affects snipers less than shotguns and fusion rifles because you're already not close to those bricks when you kill uh-huh. a person. Yeah. Shoot yeah. to loot. Right shoot, shoot, shoot to loot. Everybody pair their sniper with a shoot to loot hand cannon. Or <laughs> let's go. New meta. Scout rifle. <laughs> yeah. Get him real far away. Just <laughs> Um, I'd never well, considered that. No, I was just saying that's me. I don't want to use oh, snipers yeah, in sniper PVE. Yeah, yeah. I know I Josh mean, has said that before. Like, yeah, you never snipes. I've only used it in PVE when I absolutely needed it, like in my solo dungeon runs when I, I had like to. I like using snipers in PVE. I, using snipers in eh. PVE is the best way to get sort of good to. Use I know, but I just sure. I don't like the play style as more than anything else. Like, I'm already way too aggressive with a bow, <laughs> and I can still like decently aim that when I'm hip firing but you... bullet fire is a lot better than sniper hip fire Exa- I, you know what I run up against that more often than you'd think yeah, sure. <laughs> big yeah. stupid so that, that's a thing I'm gonna like in the back of my head be keeping my eye on as the key scouts are the like game. Is like, right I think snipers I are only gonna maintain or keep getting like 4% better yeah. over time until the n- bungee reaches the number it is satisfied I, with I, I in hope, terms of like penetration for the... I usage. wish they could find a way to make them a little easier to get into without ma- also making them better mm-hmm. at the top end. Say, I agree. Preferably, I would we shrink both of those. Right. Exactly, yeah. They're still I, just I, too I, good I, at the if top If I knew level. how to do that, I'd tell you. But yeah, like, <laughs> um, I don't have an answer for that one. Well, the, the inner accuracy change was one of the most perfect, elegant ways to lower the top. Mm-hmm. Just, and they they rose the bottom a little here. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. They, they It'll be interesting. A little bit of yeah, it. I'll be I'll be interested. Like I said, I more than anything, I just want to try the sandbox out. From yeah. the, the second yeah. I got to the end of the twelve, I was like, I wish we were playing this tomorrow. Yeah, <laughs> I wish this was the game right I, this I'm, minute. I, I'm glad I misread I misread the SMG change things that were said in the chat. And they actually made an overall improvement. Yeah, because, on the whole, you know, SMGs are better. When okay. I first when I first read what was said in, ch- in our chat about the SMGs, I was like, I'm just fucking uninstalling. I'm done. <laughs> if I can't have my fun SMG time, I don't want to. All the two of them are better. Huckleberry now. might be good now. It's possible. <laughs> it yeah, was, Dustin, but, you weren't in the chat when we were talking about it, but even the as Shira's, Shira's is not Shira's going to be didn't worse. get nerfed. Yeah, and Multimark got nerfed like barely. Yeah, ten percent. Everything else yeah. in the game got right buffed. got buffed. Yeah, yeah. which it needed. Yeah. That, and that makes me happy because when I was when I was reading through like our our Facebook group, I was like, yeah. I was like oh they my are, god, SMGs this is SMGs and auto rifles also smartly I'll the two greatest benefactors of yeah, exactly. n- natively, I believe, of both flinch and inner accuracy. Definitely, yeah, the flinch yeah. changes because mm-hmm. uh, like the top tier, the most flinch resilient weapons by default are SMGs, bows, and autos. Those are tied at the bows. The top uh-huh. of monarch time. <laughs> Guess what stat it, the Lamonarch catalyst gives you? Stability. Uh, <laughs> guess what? I think my under your skin has a hundred stability. What the fuck? <laughs> you can do a lot of shit with what? it. What? I think it's stability. I'm gonna yeah. check. And SMGs are tied with sidearms as the yeah. as the most inaccurate native weapon. Types. I should just be oh, jumping yeah. all the time then with my bows and my sidearms. That's what I do. I'm yeah, gonna start cool. using Sturm Drang. It's accuracy. <laughs> it's accuracy. Is my hundred percent. That makes a lot yeah. more sense. I that couldn't remember. Yeah. So which I, I like all those moves. I think all those decisions are smart, and you yeah, put them all together, yeah. and I think. You've got the makings of... Like I said, I have never... In the last year, I don't think I've been truly disappointed by any macro-level change the weapon sandbox the people part, have yeah. made. I mm-hmm. think that part of the game is going really well right now. Right. Things um, have definitely... Are always improving, basically. Yeah. It's 
good stuff on the horizon. Any anytime you can look back a year and look at what the meta was, I think you'll <clears> always right. be like, wow, Typically things better. were terrible. Yeah, and, and in fact, other people have said this, but I think this season would be feeling much better if they had introduced those two new exotics. Well, if yeah. Lorelai and, uh, and Renewal, and Renewal Graphs were part of this meta, it would feel much less <laughs> shitty. Yeah, I, I, those, those two really turned me off and they really got big. I mean, coming out of the gate, the Titan Barricades and Invisibility, people were up in True. arms about that, perhaps yeah. rightfully. The ability meta but, wasn't great. Invisibility yeah. got they, they've knocked those down. And, you did know. the Titan stuff change at all? They're about the They're barricades about to. about to get a longer cooldown. Oh, right, right, right. Okay. Yeah, and they did nerf the overshield that gave you already. Yeah, yeah they did. Yeah, yeah, they changed that before. To, to the point of metas, this is maybe uh, the weapon meta though. They, right on. This is maybe bias talking, but I kind of really liked when it was very stupid and forsaken, and everything wow. was OP. <laughs> so it's because yeah. I I brought that up in our uh, in our like well, game PlayStation chat. Bring back not was, forgotten. Was like, I was saying like <laughs> man, wouldn't it be cool if they could like if they could like literally build a playlist that oh, has yeah. everything Some of that, that shit. was like the, literally just a retro meta that was right. the thing about the forsaken meta is it's literally incomparable to this one because it was because the community didn't straight up did not have access to everything all at once uh-huh. like mm. you didn't have one eyed mask for months you yeah, just didn't right, have yeah. it if you didn't get lucky enough you didn't have it and most of the player base yeah. never got Lunas at yeah. that point they yeah. just didn't so mm-hmm. it, like like there's just I don't know there's yeah, no way that we can't have that yeah, anymore was, so yeah like back in those days it was the rich got richer yeah. and, and it was uh-huh. a win more meta the only way to get air until was from Banshee and it was like a yeah, 1% right? drop rate <laughs> and the perk pool was bad and right. I got a god yeah, we, early I, in that season we both got really good rolls yeah it was it was much different back then. Cause yeah. Because like, I, like I was using Dust Rock and and my Never Lunas Dust once Dust I got it. Right. That was Dust, like Dust dumb, Rock back when it had like twelve meters. Uh-huh. Yeah. Right. Getting twelve yeah, meters. Like Thirty and, meters. And, and Mindbenders ambition. Yeah. 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 I never got a good Mindbenders. But that was it, farmable. Yeah. Easily farmable for a while. <laughs> I, I farmed it for like two hours one time and I never got yeah. one. I farmed oh, it for like eight hours one day. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> I well I just I hit the two hour mark and I just said fuck yeah, this. It was worth it. Mm-hmm. I've still got some videos of Arantel kills where they were so far away, away that the damage numbers didn't come up right. <laughs> right. 45 <laughs> meters. It was about 45 meters. That was... Those are the days. And, and it still wasn't meta. And it still wasn't right. meta. It, was, it had 4% usage. People could well, TTK was... you with not forgotten in the air with perfect <laughs> from, accuracy from, from point four, in point 0.4 <laughs> seconds from 50 meters. Yeah, you were outraged oh, by, by not forgotten, and that was the big problem. Yeah. Somehow and then the, I still and then had a lot target. of fun. Yeah. But, I mean, so that meta. I don't know it was pretty frustrating. But a lot of, I think it was because a lot of people didn't have those things. We could go into that, that's my, that's right, them. that's my argument is that like there was no, there's never been that kind of meta with the accessibility, the accessibility yeah. that we have today. Yeah, like, it, and I mean, it, it was so it was an infant meta, so it was like brand right. new, and like people, people still sucked. <laughs> And, and so people were still like the the community overall was like the peak was like kind of at the floor of where good players are now and like you know everything wasn't available all that stuff and that's why i think it'd be fun to have a retrospective of it sure. like, where you can feel it now and just be like holy fuck this was broken and 
oftentimes not in a good way. That was on the heels of the double primary meta. Exactly. Right? Yeah. It, was a, it was such a drastic change. Right. It yeah. really went to the other side of the spectrum real quick. You could quick. chaperone people from like 19 <laughs> meters away. Oh my God. Easily. <laughs> and before that, Graviton and no one used chaperone anyway. Like some, some and, people and, did. And, you know, Dustrock was so good on it. Though. Right. Yeah, and... Uh, yeah, Dustrock. Dustrock and Mind Benders were fucking bonkers. Yeah, the the floor for Dustrock was a lot lower, and it could mm. kill in a pretty comparable range. I'm glad but, I didn't play PvP so then. So you would do Luna Faction Boots and an empowering rift with uh, with a chaperone and kill it like twenty eight meters way out. <laughs> I was just a baby back then. I would not have survived. <laughs> it was. It was. I wasn't even really playing PvP at that point, Lorraine. In that first or second season, mm-hmm. you could. Blade barrage people and get half your super back. You, you could keep a spectral blade. Yeah, you would get eighty oh, yeah, percent. If, if you nerd, killed you, more yeah, than yeah, one right. person, you, you would you get can almost have all of your active for like three straight minutes. I'm a, I, I do no, remember stuff of that. that yeah, like, well, there was the bug where you could just heavy attack. On oh yeah, that, and right. Just your, right, right, right. Because I got my first ghost of the night by doing that because mm-hmm. I could just literally just <laughs> keep my super. And that was back when it had like sixty percent damage mitigation. When you were in your biz, so broken. It was absolutely. Fucking just and insane. I still didn't use it. Yeah. <laughs> like being uh, in this. You were, you were like, <laughs> I like my invis dodge, and I'm like, right. I'm like, if I get flawless execution execution once, it's worth it. And once I get my super, it's really worth it. It gave you wall hacks for ten seconds. Yeah, that yeah. was fucking crazy uh, too. Lol. Yeah, it's not coming back. I just remember. I, I want to play that mode. <laughs> I, I would definitely. I remember play it. old I play like Gambit like overtime with fucking uh shards on yep. and just, just like mayhem instant yeah. just yeah. you're constantly throwing mm-hmm. blade barrages and it was fun. i don't think we ever lost a gambit game that went to overtime no. <laughs> um even when i was soloing i would switch like, we, we went to the tiebreaker round i'm just like Queen okay taking had some disgusting taking the void stuff thing. off putting the solar stuff on Let's go. Reminiscing yeah. is more fun than <laughs> critical analysis. Yep. <laughs> yeah, like, we I, did I mean, the number it's time. Where, it's fun. It, like, it, it's it's fun the time. whole, like, you know, shit being broken is fun. Yeah. It, but it's and not more sustainable fun. To fun. Think about well, right, you yeah, don't want to sit right. with it for an and, entire season. And to be right. totally fair to the accessibility, I still thought it was fun during the season of Menagerie when everything was available yeah, you and you could get whatever the fuck you too. wanted. I mean, yeah. I wish they would bring. Well, now we have crafting instead, right. yeah. Exactly, but yeah, very similar. Oh, that I'm, was I'm really curious to see focusing. how yeah, that right. pool gets added to next season because yeah, presumably we'll it's right. going to be like Throw maybe dungeon stuff for because the, there's going to be yeah. a dungeon not I a raid. I think the dungeon stuff is still amazing. The season, I think it's likely. I'm, assu- well, I'm assuming there, yeah, there's got to be more than just one source stuff. for research. Like, right. unless they, I mean, they could add more from like a world pool because there are some things so that I th- aren't. I think it is more likely than not that the dungeon stuff will be in there. Yeah, I'm at like a 95% yeah. lock on the seasonal stuff being in there. It'd be real bizarre if it wasn't. I'm going to say, yes, it would be really, really stupid if mm-hmm. that season's gear... And I don't think especially cool. after both the psyop stuff right. and the yeah. witch queen stuff kinda, are all yeah. they kind of set the norm on that. And, and the raid, like the fact yeah. that the raid's and the there, raid. right. and they're like, oh, there's going to be a dungeon or a raid or whatever they every said every yeah. season. Yeah. So which is awesome. Yes. Yeah. Uh, honestly, like it, it. I just hope that over time they just keep adding, like kind of every everything new that they're adding, they just put it into crafting. When I think like, though, and, or at least like I, like picks have something from everything that you right. like a, a weapon type or in theory that you could have. I think they'll like, get there at some point. Yeah, and it, it, that's and what I want out you, of it. You know, so I don't think it, I don't think they should do it on the short term, but I hope 
on the next next expansion, they add this raid uh, vows adept weapons to crafting. I doubt it. Like, I, I, I highly mean, doubt they'd ever do that. I doubt it too, but it would be the right thing to do. And I don't, wouldn't even be think, fucking I don't stupid. Even necessarily think it's the right thing I, to do. I would rather see them have enhanced perks. Right, I think that's the simpler yeah. I'd rather those get buffed than... I, I think, think they're, they're just going to let this thing sit as an albatross and next, focus elsewhere. Next year it'll be different, maybe. 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 Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean... The Which is fine for me right now because those weapons mostly suck. Well... Yeah. It, it, Deliverance. It's it's really Stand by what I say. It, it's it's really just I just think I mean, everything that e- they put out should be craftable at some point. Yeah, like yeah. So if it can be a red weapon, it should be craftable. Anything can be a red weapon, and, and that's it. <laughs> well, I really like yeah, over time. It should all eventually. Yeah, be I don't know if they'll bother to go back. I like and that like from a pool into the I like that craftable. from a user interface consistency. Like yeah, that's if they, annoying. If they made only the craftable weapons drop as red bars and just really change the math, so yeah. like uh-huh. once you. Max out a red bar just it for consistency's sake. Much, sure. Yeah, right. Yeah. So you're getting fewer of them. The ones you get matter. You'll matter always more. you'll always, always know that it could, that weapon could be crafted, and when you max it out, you get a bunch more currency for. Yeah. Leveling and up I just right. kind of hope that they'll change. like yeah. wean as they get more craftable stuff. Maybe they'll just like wean right. out a lot more of right. some of the other but things that like think, just um, drop. I don't think they'll ever do. I think their current indication is that they'll never do the playlist stuff. Especially, yeah. especially yeah, with this too. other change that makes, yeah. they're, that makes they're sense, making playlist though. drops more desirable as you rank up those vendors next season, which I think is cool. Like mm-hmm. if you're going to keep that stuff yeah. out of the craftable <laughs> pool, right? They've gone out of making their way it to, even more farmable to make good. a system where you can focus farm them. Yeah. yeah. So right. So after like two them. gambit resets or whatever next season, you would be able to oh, focus farm oh, yeah, everything in gambit, parts. and they would every, all all those weapons would drop with two slots in the last two columns. I, instead I, of that SMG is really desirable now. Yeah. Like after two resets, like there's no way that you can just keep resetting. All right, I'm my. No, it doesn't go higher. According to this text, it doesn't go higher than two. What's the focus farm? Is that like something off of the the changes? The changes that like for all the for all the playlist weapons, the ones that are isolated to Drifter right now. Those are the only that have. It'll function the way it does now. Yeah, and Vanguard and well, no, right. I'm just saying it's the system they have in the game right now that both Shax and Zavala are going to have their engrams. Yeah. Then characters engrams and you focus it into weapons focus but it into the more you weapons. set that, that rep got. the more perks it'll have yeah right. so it's kind of like how some of the season pass upgrades say like have an extra slot mm-hmm. in this column it'll do that by default for all those types of weapons after you reset your season rank each time up to twice basically so the first time you reset it you'll have one of those columns will have an extra slot every time you get a weapon okay, so and then the second time you'll have an ex- both of them will have the extra slot the fact that good... I have to ask about this and have you explain it in the middle of a podcast <laughs> means that they should just be craftable they're not going to do that. It's not going to be twab. If you read the yeah. twab, it's but in it's, it's the thing, you know. Like, I, I'm not. I'm not disagreeing why, with you. Why are they? Why are they deviating the, the method of getting the thing? They, they definitely because, don't want everything to be crafted. Yeah. Because right. that changes the, the foundation of the game. Because they want people to keep playing in the playlist. I mean, yeah. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, they need I'm not disagreeing with you in that playlist. Uh, in right. theory, Brian. I actually, like I said, I think we got off better than I expected Kinda. with crafting. Because mm-hmm. like I said, I, everybody's, I think everybody's take on the Adept Weapons in the raid is wrong. I think people should be happy that the Adept Weapons are kind of underwhelming because that means whoever right. had the other argument about should raid weapons be craftable at all won that fight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I guarantee you that the crafting system did not start with raid weapons included mm-hmm. in it. Like, like whatever, whoever proposed that initially and got the, the thumbs up to build that system. I, I, I think it's okay to be upset that the end game PvE content rewards loot that is useless. Yeah, <laughs> agree. That's, that's, that's definitely true, but both things but on are the, true. On the counter side of that, 
they're useless, so we don't have to go farm them. I mean, that's it's true, but think it just means that say. I don't want to do that right. content. Which is fine. Like, we can, why I think that there should be some rewards for yeah. Master. There should be right. some reward. I, I get that it could but, be worse, right. but that's it could not, also be better. I, I'd still, honestly, I think if they do, like, I don't think they'll address the current loot. I don't think they'll change think it so in either. that raid. No. I think if they went no. the other direction... Like I think if they took that kind of thing in the direction that we're talking about competitive PvP, I think they could do that too. I think that's a distinct possibility that instead of the end game raid being a loot chase, the regular raid is where that happens, and the end game raid is like way harder than it is right now, and it is a ball busting banner getting. It's kind of like the day one, but on a longer timeline. A lot of people yeah, are asking like for like that. We're, yeah. this is I just, would rather just that, content honestly. to kick yeah. you in the nuts. So if you want to sure. be kicked in the nuts right. and get like a cool thing that shows how many times you got kicked in the nuts, <laughs> I, I do kind of like that. But also, <laughs> here's my pitch: raid weapons are craftable normally. They don't have enhanced perks. The adept weapons. Aren't craftable, yeah. but do have enhanced perks. Okay, I think I think that would be weird if enhanced perks ah, well. were on craftable I, weapons, but not the craftable raid yeah, weapons. I, but I, I get I the intent. Right. Like I, I get what I you're going for. I don't think with for. the system they have that they're going <laughs> to lean into that. No. What but. if there is a way to get something that would turn a crafted raid weapon adept? I've heard that. Like that you get that from like a currency. Yeah, yeah. they love currencies. Honestly, I think that would be get something from the master raid that can turn your crafted weapon into have that mod slot. Get really all you're doing. Just unlocking get, different yeah. masterworks. Get that mod right. slot, even and, like and the the adept mod slot or whatever. One per stat or whatever. Mm-hmm. Right. Sure, well, that, that's what the masterwork. Yeah, is. and it, oh, it, yeah. master and the, the raid memento. God damn it. Yeah, it, right. like and then also like you know this is asking for a lot because you it know, always is. Bungie is resistant to ideas of putting things that could go into the ever store ever store into content. Well, like, yeah. they could put a, uh, they could put an emote in the master. I don't think raid, they're ever going to do that like, again. <laughs> they might do to that the again. chalice. Right. You know. I'd like to see all sorts of cosmetics. I mean, right. I would what I, I would love that, but they're never like, going to do it. Throw, throw the throw mm-hmm. the armor glows and whatever into the sure. adept yeah. raid. Yeah. It is a little wild to me that they like haven't considered doing that on a larger scale because like when we were looking through sparrows yesterday, uh I saw the last three seasons have a lot of exotic sparrows, and I own like four of them. <laughs> yeah. The rest of them cost money. Right, the rest yeah. of them Even cost money. When they come up for dust, they're not buying. Well, no, because they're, they're so expensive, right. and they I don't, don't do anything. They're, not that they're worse than my legendary Yeah, sparrows. And they're also, on top of that, it's just like... I have a 800 like, like, sparrows. Like you guys said earlier, the inventory... Like the inventory system in destiny is not amazing no. so like voluntarily suggesting yourself yeah. to like oh i'm gonna go fiddle with my sparrow and my fucking right. ship and everything Blow like it's just easier and... to ignore that screen and just fucking yeah. forget about it yeah <laughs> you, you find one that you like or is good i can't believe yeah i can't believe you the, the moat wheel still only holds four moats yeah right right for all these years with the well, amount of those bungee give me a toggle so that when i get on my sparrow it's a random exotic sparrow <laughs> that i own that's right. gimme like yeah. the finishers <laughs> right, like finishers. Same thing with your ship. Whenever you go to space, it's a different exotic ship or a different mm. legendary whenever ship. I pull out my want. ghost. Like, that's <laughs> something that might happen eventually, or it might not. Right. Uh, yeah, I mean, not like, people yet. really need it. Uh, honestly, Give sparrows some sort of unique sound or something. Maybe, some, maybe like a something, a horn. something you can <laughs> play. <laughs> Little beep beep. Beep beeps. Beep. Yeah, like it, it, honestly, like Man. they need to go back to. Cutting a small chunk of that like cosmetic shit that they throw in the store that no one buys and put it into content. Well, Never. They have, but it is a small chunk. Yeah, it, it is very small. Like there's a ghost, there's a sparrow. Is there right. a ship for the raid? 
Yeah. Um, but like, is know. there? Uh, not not for the raid, a, but there's a ship for there's like a ship one for of the, the one of the, the triumphs. The for wellspring. The yeah, there's a ship for the wellspring. <laughs> yeah, but you know, just but, you know, that there is that stuff out there, but mm-hmm. it's it's not put into the game such that you're clamoring to go back into like hard mode content to like, go get mm-hmm. it. Like Master Something Raid should you do be once like, and drop. Master Raid chest should drop you prisms. Maybe golf balls. I think they do. They can. Do they? they can. Yeah. Right? They do. yeah. yeah. Well, but no one cares. This is what they should. Yeah. They should do that, and then sometimes drop a uh, raid weapon crafting material. And well, it's a raid can, weapon. Can you drop, blow it up. <laughs> can drop a fucking what's it called? Every a chest. Memento. Every chest yeah. drops a bright end gram. Yeah, they did that. And they're all they did that in Leviathan. And they're all purple sparrows. Yep, that was the problem. Yeah, it's like you know, there's there's a laundry list of things that they could include in it. Right, people would do it because people want to play activities, but they also want to. They've kind of just been upfront that they were going to put the minimum effort into the hard mode raids. Yeah, like it's not a priority for them. I mean, that's why I think they should just make it the fucking contest mode. Like, yeah, who cares? Right. It's dumb to have three uh, yeah, tiers of the raid. Yeah. Those are not the same mm-hmm. thing. I right. mean, the hard mode raids are literally probably, if I had to guess, they're probably played by like maybe 5% I'm of sure the community. Have the numbers. Mm-hmm. Well, lower than that. I bet it's yeah. Well, that's, that's that. my proposition for the thing that I said is because it's a very time effective way for them to make those that. That, that coincides with the right, the amount of priority they give them because so few people are going to play them anyway. Mm-hmm. Right. Like at that point just throw your hands up and say, all right, this is... It's contest mode. Right, this is contest mode. It's literally like, knowing that we want more people in raids, period, we want to super emphasize the regular raids because our usage in there is not as high mm-hmm. as we want it to be. Kind of, right. I'm assuming ever. It, like yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I, it, it is going up over time. <laughs> right, exactly. But I, I'm saying, I think it, like, I think you get, I think total raid engagement theoretically could be higher if the only loot chase was in the regular raids. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's where I'm um, kind of leaning those to. Those are the kind of numbers that Bungie cares like, about a lot. Take, take the add-up weapons and just ditch them entirely. Yeah. They probably don't need or, them. Or, like, yeah, um, like, make raids. it a way, make yeah. your craftable ones able to use that stuff right. by doing that Put, activity. Yeah, and like yeah. I said, then then just make the hard mode thing. Really crank those numbers up. Just make it put fucked hard. Cosmetics and, and other right, shit in it. And this is just for, like, this is definitely not for, not for even the majority of people who play Destiny a lot. This is for a minority of players who want to show off yeah give me an emote that's as good as the right. gunslinging glimmer one Never. in a hard mode raid and People i will want it. to do it yeah, exactly. ultimately that's at, at it. the end of the day all that matters is it has to have something right in it. and yeah. that's the problem with the add-up weapons <laughs> is that they're is that it's seen not. as nothing and they mm-hmm. kind of are right it's funny like almost every, every, i just i just want some loot. Yeah, I, don't <laughs> I want something to reward me for my time give me a shiny yeah. getting a weapon worse than the one i have is not a reward yeah it's funny because almost every time that we have a big Destiny conversation, this kind of shit always comes up, well, yeah. and they never do. Well, it's it. like I said, I don't think they're prioritizing. Yeah, it's but not they their priority. All, it improves slowly over time, yeah. forever. Right? Yeah, it, it's always like way slowly. It's like but always it, improving. It's infinitely climbing towards infinity mm-hmm. at the lowest pitch you could possibly imagine. Cause, right? Because again, like, I, go, like yeah. I said, taking it all the way back. The reason that the raid weapons are so bad is because raid loot is so much better. Yes. Over the course of the yeah. season, if yeah. you want mm-hmm. a fusion rifle from the raid, if you want exact roll, you will uh, you get it. it. You will a hundred percent get it by the end of the season. Mm-hmm. No questions asked. If Which you is play great. Enough, yeah, yeah, that's uh, a good thing. That's it, a good it's thing. It's not going to be right. some like eight months from now. You're still playing it every once in a while, hoping you get mm-hmm. that one stupid. We're not putting... thing that we did with Master Vog to get good at a Fate Bringers. <laughs> right. uh, like, and that's, We're not going to be putting it. in codes at, with Wishwall to get weapons. Heck yeah. Twenty years <laughs> later. Yeah. So, so what Dustin just said is exactly how chasing a weapon should be. 
Yeah, and, and we're like, working towards it. Yeah, yeah. And it, like we're working towards it with craft. It's, it's the ideal because, like, you know, sure, it's going to take a long time, but there should be an end in sight. Yeah, I think and they, there should always be learning an end in that sight. lesson. Mm-hmm. And right. you should be able to you should be able to get it sooner by chance. But you know, if not, you you do have that like endpoint that you can get to. Yeah. And again, I think they got a lot of that stuff. Even in the raid, I think it's pretty close to where it should be. Mm-hmm. In terms of total time and investment and stuff, like the fact that you can get yeah. two red bars a week mm-hmm. and one of them is selectable, I think that is like mm-hmm. that's pretty perfect. much right there. Yeah, in same. terms of how mm-hmm. frequently you might that get should, one if you're lucky, that stuff should yeah. come up right. And yeah, right. you can supplement it by RNG. Like sometimes you'll get more. There. Yeah, yeah. How, how um, many weapons are there total in the raid? Six. Yeah, so you need five 30, or six. So you need thirty total red weapons because it's yeah. five for each one. Correct. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So two guaranteed a week. So, you get, so <laughs> some of them you get six guaranteed a week. Yeah, do it on every character, right? No, you would get. You get, I think that, it's still just, just yeah. the two. Yeah, yeah it, it, it doesn't actually benefit They're you. Both okay. yeah, those guaranteed ones are not. The, the rest are all RNG. Yeah, yeah. So, but still, in 15 weeks, you can get all the weapons. Yep. If right. you don't you get a drop for any of the other yeah. ones. Right. If you don't get any duplicates in the random one. Yeah, so, and if you get the weapon spread, to drop at all. Control, <laughs> you can sort of I mean, control. I mean, like eventually, like over time, but yeah, you'll, you'll get other ones. You can brute force it. If you want them all, you'll get them all. Right, exactly. And that's what I was saying. Yeah, and the same thing. If you want one, if there's only one weapon, or like the one you want, you get that in five weeks. Weeks. Yeah, and, and so you'll get it, and you will, and you will have that weapon. Yeah, if, if you the, really wanted all six of them, I'd say something is really wrong with you. Right? Yeah, <laughs> of course. I'm, I'm gonna get them all. I just, I just want to craft everything. I want to craft everything. And right again, yeah. that's a thing that like that's a better chase if you don't end up getting them all. That's a better reason to go back to still because you'll still eventually get them all if you decide to go back six months later and play the raid again. Because like I still. I would love a better age-old bond. I would love a better Tekken Force, but it's not heritage. worth it. Yeah, right. It's just it's not impossible. worth doing <laughs> yeah. that raid yeah. because the drops are so impossibly small. Like yeah. Because mm-hmm. the way those pools are distributed, each individual weapon is like a 6% chance or something. At and least then, right. like Within in later that, raids. Like, you're not going to get the roll you want. Like um, at, I think it's it only... Oh, no, I guess it's technically Garden, Deepstone, and Vog. Where they have dedicated pools right. per encounter. Yeah, yeah, that, that first encounter right. for Vogue, you're getting arrows, or you're getting a bow, or a fusion rifle, or you're getting yeah. armor. Yeah, I think it's arms and legs or something. Whatever. Yeah. And yeah. then and then you can also with uh, Deep Stone and Vault. You, you the can chest. then pick you can that, the yeah, pick that chest every, from there. Every raid going forward, I suspect, will have that chest. I mean, yeah. I guess I would guess they they don't because Vow didn't have it. Yeah, it does. Well, yeah, it it's does. the yeah. spear. It's the spear. Well, no, no. You, you can't buy a you random can, yeah. drop, though. Well, no, yeah, no. Yeah, yeah, you can. No, 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 yeah, no. No, Kyle, no, Kyle, no, Kyle, no, guys. Kyle, Kyle is right, though, because you could buy based on encounter last year. You could fill out that right. encounter to get ones you did not have That's true. at right. that table. You Bow can buy does not the same weapons that. you already have. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's, I get that's okay. what I'm yeah. saying. Yeah. I, Kyle to, to is, me, that's yeah. I think functionally that's okay. almost not different at all. Yeah. Well, you, think, could, you could fill out fine. your... like I, I bought armor pieces that I didn't get dropped mm-hmm. randomly from those yeah. things with spoils. You can't do that's that in right. The difference in our mindsets is I don't care it, it's about a feature. Well, no. <laughs> it's a feature that was in old raids that they took yes. out. I yeah, didn't even it, notice. It, it's, it's, <laughs> I did. It's honestly You could have gotten that fusion a little faster. It's true. It is very true. You would have. I mean, it also costs like twice as. It money. does cost too much. It does. And internally, right. I'm assuming that was their like, that last, uh, tier of especially for this one with with craft weapons. That was that last. All right, we need to leave one thing in here to much more strongly incentivize people to run it yeah. multiple times a week. Sure. And that's like the last thing. It's Some, like, all right, we need to fill out the list at least early on, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. If you want to, Fine while you're that. still unlocking shit, you are strongly incentivized to run it multiple times a week. Yeah. If you, you know, if you want to really 
min-max your mm-hmm. ability to get shit. But. Yeah. I would guess that whenever the next major raid comes out, or even maybe the the, the next the the raid, raid they'll have solved that add-up problem. Maybe not we'll the see. next one, we'll but see. like the next know. the next new one. I bet they I, have solved I agree. It. The next expansion yeah. one, I think, will be like I said. I think they'll address yeah, it one right, way or yeah. another. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm right. not so sure. What, about whatever that, it is, it'll be different than this time. But they yeah. won't, they won't have another. the same problem again for right. sure. Um, yeah, and with all brand new problem. With all that said, I think we'll call it because this has been quite an episode. But uh. <laughs> still excited about Destiny. Like I said, I think they're still moving in the right direction. Good changes. I'm gonna uh, go delete my warlock. <laughs> okay. Why? Excited Why about. Um, <laughs> excited to have played. He's had it too good for too long. Damn it. Excited to have played other games. Yeah. For once, heard a little bit about what Lorraine's up to. Heard a little bit about Wade and Eldering and stuff. Um, very excited and glad to finally release a thing very soon. Yeah. yeah. So with all that said, keep tuned into stuff. Twitter.com. Slash Cuberform Games. Just search for it. Our website. Twitter.com. And we were going to call it a show. Thank you so much for listening. We will be back at some point with something else. So until then. Sausage. Do you know there is? <laughs> Bulk sausage. Hello. <laughs> and welcome to the Cubicorn Games Podcast. We have sausage. Bulk sausage podcast. The bulk welcome to the bulk sausage outlet. Can I interest you in some, you know, some kielbasa? Some <laughs> we got it all. My name is Dustin Morbido, bringing you the hot sausage. <laughs> As usual. <laughs> yep. Joining me today. Talk about Video games, other stuff. Who knows? We'll see where this goes. I've got a couple ideas. Kyle McGrath is here. I don't have any sausage. <laughs> it's true, sir. This man has no sausage. <laughs> Philip McGrath is here. Definitely have some sausage. There you go. <laughs> In the fridge right now. Hell yeah. Is it chorizo? No. Chorizo is... I don't like chorizo. I, 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 like, chorizo. I like chorizo. I don't like it. Brian Love first here. He likes chorizo. Yes. Uh, and uh, fun fact, there were 29 sets of the Naruto TCG. Wow. That's yeah. <laughs> a lot. That's a lot more. That's more than I would have guessed. It's more than, that's more than every DBZ card game product right, combined. That's, yeah. <laughs> you add, you add, the, add 10, 15 years of Dragon Ball card products uh, together. That, and that game wasn't out long. Like what, what? What's the born and death date years on that? <laughs> Let's find out. Hang on. Oh, Brian, fact checks Naruto it, cards. So it came out in March two thousand six. Lorraine Morbido is here. It's true. I am here. You're not a Naruto. You're not a. Are you, would you call yourself a Naruto fan? I. I hope not. <laughs> no, I, I haven't watched all of it. <laughs> like okay, May. I mean, me neither. I'm just curious. So seven years. Seven years. I, I existed around it while it was on TV. There's the Electris Frogman. That's as much Naruto as I watched. And I, then I was like, I oh, don't good. know anything about that product, and I'm better off for it, so please well, don't try to educate me. You're it right. Was, it was the same basic engine as, I think, the Super Game. Yeah. Well, it, uh, 
It was the same as the the. Oh, we're Bandai talking about the card game. I thought he was talking about like just Naruto yeah. in general. Like, what is that? What are those words That's even mean? That's also at first what I thought. Naruto's I, I don't know anything confused. about Naruto as a property. Ninjas. I oh, I know that. They ninjas. That's another one. Like, I know more. Please stop. They're ninjas Please learning. Stop. I don't want to know more. My hero, but ninjas, but room. bad. <laughs> he becomes sexy ladies. He, like, they, he well, does. Anime. Clones of sexy. He, turn, so he makes many like ladies, after images of sexy ladies. Basically. Oh, bye. <laughs> he, yeah. just, he becomes God-level powered, saves the day, and now he's got a kid who's going to like follow the same basic arc as mm-hmm. he did, I'm sure. Yeah, it's poorly written. You know, yep. it's an anime. It, yeah, right. It's a shonen made in the last it's 10 years. It's a long shonen from Aren't the early all? 2000s, so you know... That it's Isn't there like a law good. that says a shonen has to be 200 episodes minimum? Probably. Naruto. It's a good thing no One filler. Piece has no filler. Has no filler, but but you got you got to cram that story in there. You really do. Over decades of time. I'll t- here, it's better written than Bleach. That doesn't mean. I, mean, I, I see me. those as like laterals, equal of levels of terrible. Here's so I've I've seen a good chunk of like OG Naruto. I never got into like. What any of the like, like Shippuden or whatever the fuck Boruto is. Boruto. Um, he believes I, it also. I, I watched the first episode of Bleach maybe twice and immediately hated everything about it. I could stomach more Naruto than I could any amount of Bleach. That's just a fact. You shouldn't drink Bleach, first of all. But <laughs> that's all I got. I mean, live your best life. I mean, if it's a short life, yes, then drink Bleach. <laughs> Most shonen anime is bad. Yes, yep. correct. Not all, but but all, most. Most. but all of it. And it. But like in a different way, sure. like in a fi- in a way that is like there's something endearing about it. But... You can like bad things. That's allowed. Yeah, Naruto, not really. I watched that new Dragon Ball Super movie. Sucker. Uh, yeah, I, pro- I probably <laughs> okay. won't. But I'm, again, I won't judge you for watching. I'll let you it. know. Okay, I'm judging. It's it bad. Based I'm on, waiting for I the have reviews. No interest in watching it, but based on my track record, I'll probably eventually watch it. <laughs> That's valid. <laughs> And I'll be like, ugh. Why did that, I do that'll this? That'll be my response the whole time. When, when, yeah. I was, when I was getting things ready for the NCA thing, I watched the entire Bio Broly movie, and I don't Good. think I'd ever seen it before. I've, you know what? Man, I've it's bad. I have watched it once, and it's, it's very I still bad. say that it's the best Broly movie. Because it's the stupidest? It's the, yes. It doesn't I mean, try to be cool. Exactly. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think you could even top the Android 13 in terms of, like, stupid fun. Uh-huh. I hate Broly like a lot. Well, that is a very stupid character. That is why best Broly is Bio Broly. Not arguing about that. Yeah, I mean, Broly's thirteen the, was fun. Broly's the worst written character in Dragon Ball history, and most of the characters in Dragon Ball are written like shit. So, Are you talking about movie Broly or yes, canon Broly? See, which, wait, which one is canon? Is the one in that movie the from Super years movie. ago? But that is a movie. But it's canon. Yeah. Yeah, but, but you're, mean, you're saying so, one of them got like Toriyama's approval and the other right. one did not. I mean, in, in a world is, where they make more episodes, because of course they will, like that Broly will exist in those episodes. That Broly at least is like sort of a character. Right. right. <laughs> I mean, it, like he's not, less of a, a, he's not just a guy who yells and literally can't speak English. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, I mean, he like just a giant toddler that cries because yes. other babies cry, and that's it. But it made but him also, strong. But also, kids love him. <laughs> the kids love him. Because they're like, he's like, you're not ready for this yet. He's <laughs> so freaking cool. Kids are going to love him. I want to be like Broly. He's big. He's, he's so cool. strong. <laughs> Look at his packs. Oh. I hope this like, isn't awakening like, something. I want to suck on those mommy milkers. <laughs> no. <laughs> Bio Broly's mommy. <laughs> <All right. laughs> No. How, how long we've been running for? That's right. I'm, Take me out, Kyle. We're in a tailspin. <laughs> okay, we've already lost everyone. <laughs> Hello. 
Let's right. start over. Yeah. Welcome to the Pure <laughs> Grenadiers podcast. Let's just cut that all I out. Never, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm truly not sure if I'm going to keep that or not. We'll <laughs> see. Too much brawly talk.